Welcome to the Nasty Things Podcast. I'm your host, Extreme Joaquin. This is episode 25, and today we get classy with Sister S. Welcome back, everyone. As you heard in the intro, we got Sister S in the building. But before we get started, I did want to mention our website, 4D Media, where you can actually find some of the episodes you've heard here, actually all the episodes, um, some of Eternal Love's music, and also, of course, his podcast, which is Ill-Minded, which the first episode's up, and it's featuring yours truly, Extreme Joaquin. So... We're happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm very proud of everything you've done. I can't believe it's episode 25. Um, You know, it's just, it's nice to be a part of this huge business you're doing. You know, I'm really proud of you and thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we'll have you back possibly in the future. Yeah, for sure. So one of the key things that I've talked about all throughout, um, these 25 is 26 technically right because there was a two-parter with uh um of course none other than the great mitchell which uh we had a great time listening to his military story and then also in part two um talking a little bit about some of the things he was interested in right not just uh, the military side is but something that we've kind of consistently mentioned is that basically everyone in the nasty things crew except for maybe two members actually except exactly two members we're all Nicaraguan. So I figured in this specific episode, I'd mention some of our favorite dishes from Nicaragua and things that I believe that all you nasty listeners and shout out to la gente de Nicaragua that listen also. Shout out to la gente de Mexico that listen also. Um, and especially on your guys' end in Mexico, some dishes that you guys might want to try also, right? So I figured that's, that's something that I've been wanting to do. And well, today's the day to do it. So to lead the way, we're going to have Sister S start with her first dish that she thinks um, all of you should try and one of the reasons why she likes it. Um, so making this list, it was pretty hard because like we have a lot of really good food in Nicaragua, especially growing up Way with our mom, much. right? Like with our mom, she's uh-huh. just like the best chef ever. Exactly. So one of the ones I thought that, you know, people should try, especially when it's cold and it's like, you know, just you want to feel more comfortable yeah. and cozy. It was uh-huh. like sopa de carne. Sopa de carne. Shit. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice start. So, um. What's uh, one of the reasons why uh, you think, uh, what's in it, first of all, mm-hmm. and why is it so good, and why is it a staple when you think yeah. of some of your favorite Nicaraguan dishes? You know, I was thinking about this one because the sopa de carne, it's just like, there's a lot of like different vegetables like squash, um, there's squash, yam, sweet potato, like yuca, carne, there's a lot of carne. And carne, I'm, to those that don't uh, speak Spanish, is beef. Right, yeah, beef. There you go. Um, and I'm a big beef fan, like like my dad. Like we just love to eat beef rather than chicken. So it's just like a nice, <laughs> it's a nice dish where like you can have all of that and like not feel gross. Like you uh-huh. feel pretty light after. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really like it, and it has like lemon and all those like spices okay. that you need. 
So uh, what are what are some of the um, what like what what's what comes to like what does it take to make it? You know what I mean? Like oh, it takes so long. Like, like what's the process? Like what? How do you start it? You start boiling the water, of course, right? Yeah. So you boil obviously. So it's like a huge process because my mom's taught me how to make it. Yep. But explain. Um, pretty much what you do is you put the beef, you boil it, you make sure that there's like foam that will come out, and you have to make sure that you take all the foam out, uh-huh. and then you start putting all the diff- then you like mix. Um, tomatoes, onions, and green peppers yeah. in a blender, and then you add that uh-huh. for it to be kind of like the flavoring, like that's what the flavor is. Yeah. And then you add all the vegetables, uh-huh. and then you put a shit ton of lemon. Yep. Um, just depending on the yeah. choice, <laughs> and some salt, and it's yeah. just like the best meal ever. Like, and you have it forever, like for leftovers for a long time. Yeah. So case in point, <laughs> there, right? To anyone that likes to have leftovers, um. Or is just cooking something big that they can have all throughout the week is, yeah, none other than um, sopa de carne is uh, one of the best mm-hmm. things to have. And specifically in the wintertime, oh, it's yeah. one of the best things you can eat, right? Because mm-hmm. after a cold day, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I think that's a that's a great pick, man. And, yeah. um, and I was shocked because I'm like, you know me, I'm not really into soups. But I was like, you know what? This one's probably like the top one that I really like. Yeah, no, I agree. And funny enough is um, the way I started mine was actually with a soup also. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's a little different. Uh, but I, I think I know what it is. So my pick for my the first dish that, again, I think that everyone should try. And, and to all those that aren't Nicaraguan that aren't listening, there, there's quite a bit that aren't. <laughs> so, um, yeah, give these dishes a try, right? Because they're good, man. And also you kind of have an idea of where we came from because food, uh, they have said... A lot in the past, the food describes a culture quite a bit. Yeah, like no, food is super important. For right? sure. Yeah. So what I what I would say is mine's a little different, but it's a soup. And it's funny that we started with soup um, yeah. on my list also. So mine is actually sopa de queso. Oh, I didn't put that one down. But and one of the reasons I like this one is for one, <clears throat> it's um, super unique, right? I don't think I've heard like, you know, out of all the other cultures, in El Salvador and mm-hmm. Guatemala, all those parts, uh, they don't have this kind of soup uh, from what I've seen, right? Yeah, I don't think so. So essentially what it is, is sopa de queso to, to those that don't speak uh, Spanish, is it's cheese soup yeah, is the best soup. way to describe <laughs> it. But it's a little different than that. I'm, the best way to describe it is there's this thing called masa. How do you describe masa in English? Um, Sorry. Masa is like, oh, how do I explain it? It's kind of like flour, like a flour for us. Like it's yeah. like... It's like flour, but it's corn like, flour, I guess. Yeah, that's say. there you go. That's it's exactly flour. It's the best way to describe it. So you need that, and then we roll it up in this. Uh, you roll it so pretty uh-huh. much with sopa de queso, like it's a corn. It's, it's a corn, corn starch, starch based thing, yeah. And so pretty much you put you make cheese balls. So you uh-huh. like put cheese in and exactly like with the masa you make it into a ball. Uh-huh. That's pretty much what it is, and you fry it. Yeah, and then you put it in the exactly. Soup. So you fry that in, and then you d- you put it right into the mm-hmm. to the soup. And like, what is the like the stuff that they put in the soup there? Like it's uh, because um, the reason. Oh, oh yeah, and to the to the nasty listeners, my sister, my sister, sister S over here, she's actually made the soup before and made sopa de carne also. So she has yeah. a better understanding of <laughs> yeah. the process behind it. So like, what would you? So what exactly? Uh, what do you put in it? It's pretty much like yeah, like. I can't remember it like too well because you know mom, uh-huh. it was such yeah, a long time ago. But yeah. yeah, it's pretty much like corn flour, and then you have like you put water. It's a lot of water, and also you do like tomato too. Like it's like tomato and onions typically. Yeah. And then you season it like salt and pepper, and like you put you know lemon uh-huh. obviously. 
But yeah, the cheese balls for sure. You just use the corn flour, yeah. and you the water to kind of like like when you're making a tortilla, it's like you're you know you use water to make how it looks like and stuff, and then you put the things. Inside. Yeah, so you, you put garlic and stuff yeah. in it. There's a little bit of garlic in mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. And you need, uh, like we were describing earlier, is you need that, like, it's, it's sort of, the best way to describe it is this, yeah, it's sort of a flour, but like corn started, so yeah. you can't really, if, if you're wondering if you can use it for like cakes and cupcakes, no, no you cannot no. use it, because you're going to have a very tortilla sort of taste yeah, to it, so. like kind of not that great. Exactly, so the best way to describe it actually is just, just to make it easier for the audience, mm-hmm. is it's a tortilla, it's, it's a tortilla mix, I yeah, guess you can say. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And then you use that to make the cheese. Uh-huh. But it's just exquisite and it's great, man. Yeah. I mean, and like everyone, like all Nicaraguans, like do it differently, right? Like yep. our mom, you know, she loves using tomato and stuff. So like, it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's the nice thing about our soups is that you can like make it into your liking. So like, if you don't like a certain vegetable, you don't need it. Like, yeah. Um, when we make the sopa de carne, like I don't put eggplant because I don't really like it. Exactly. So you just kind of do like what you like. Exactly, and that and that's um, and like uh, I think I've tried different sopa de quesos from. Mm-hmm other parts of the world sorry other people and yeah. out here in uh vancouver bc canada and they have their own little twist on it mm-hmm. so that's that's what also makes it great uh, same with the sopa de carne there's like i've met people they use little corns really and uh, oh, in okay. our sopa de carne we use a big fucking corn like the legit <laughs> like we fucking yeah. just break it right in half yeah, we do. and then with the sopa de queso is there's also different ways to do it right because the cheese i've seen it actually just fry it in and you just dump it right in right mm-hmm. Yep. Then there's others that make it sort of a donut looking style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. yeah. and it's also said that that way just brings in like all the juices flow in it, so it's just perfection. Yeah. Is yeah, so that's one of the reasons why I sort of picked this too because again, and it's I I just think it's funny that we both picked soup, soup. to start know, out, it's so crazy. that's pretty funny. And I yeah, and like sopa de carne is like or no, sopa de queso is like, you know, it's different. It's unique. Uh-huh. You're right. Like, you don't hear it. Like, a lot of people have meat soups, but like... Exactly. Not a lot of people think to put a cheese in a soup. Exactly. And, and it's it a, a different style cheese. It's like, we're not talking like mozzarella or anything no. like that. It's just... It's sort of... Even even try... You can eat this shit without the soup, and it's fucking good. Yeah. Just like put it that way. you literally just have the cheese balls and be fine. Like, it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Like, you can eat... Like, and that's the other reason that I kind of pick sopa de queso is because there's other forms that you can eat it, too. You mm-hmm. can just say... All right, man, fuck it. I don't want to have soup. I just want to have the cheese. Yeah. So you can just eat that up. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. So it's just, uh, how do you say it's, uh, yeah, it has two, it has, it's multi-dimensional, I yeah. guess, <laughs> even though that's not a term that you use. But sure. that's a, that's the best way I describe sopa de queso, though. And, and it's, you know, you can ask Sister S over here, is that she, uh, she can attest to this. It's one of my, like, whenever that's, that soup is only made. Like most for a Good Friday when we can't yeah eat exactly meat. so to anyone that's non-religious is mm-hmm. Good Friday is just uh, it's a it's a religious holiday and we yeah. can't eat meat yeah so realistically I only get sopa de queso maybe once or twice a year once a year really realistically once, once a, a year. year yeah because in like my household or in just uh in general in my family is people like sopa de queso but not as much as me yeah <laughs> so I feel like you and mom really like it like I like exactly. it too. But, like, I prefer, like, having meat in it. But, obviously, like, on a Good Friday, we can't have meat. So exactly. Like. So, that's 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 the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the reason I picked that. Uh, moving on to your second dish from Nicaragua. Okay. So, I have a couple, but well, I put start my, with, start my with second the, one. Yeah. Right. So, I did Indio Viejo. 
And it's funny because it's like also like in the stew kind of area, like. And that's what actually what, what I was gonna pick next. So. That's so funny. That's hilarious. All right, <laughs> all right. So let's describe it. So Indio Viejo, it's we obviously in Nicaragua we love masa because we use a lot of cornstarch. Yeah, we lose a lot of cornstarch. So pretty much it has cornstarch, it has corn, it has lemon, yeah. it has um like meat too, like uh-huh. the the same meat that you use yep. for sopa de carne. Um, and yeah, it's just like it's a big stew. So pretty much what you do is you have to do the tomatoes blend yeah. it all up and like make the substance and then use uh-huh. the masa so it's like a whole it's like the dishes that we're describing yeah. it's a lot of work like oh, for yeah. sure you can't do it like oh after work like it just depends on uh-huh. you know so i did chose choose that one and i love like we went to nicaragua and nothing compares to our mom's indio viejo i don't yep. know what it is what she puts in it, like, she's uh-huh. shown me, but, like, it's just so good. There's something that she... Well, one of the big things that mom uses a lot is... Uh, so, shout out to Extreme Mom, uh, Extreme S, Extreme mm-hmm. Sister, <laughs> whatever we may decide to go with. Yeah. Is um, I had to also put this in because it's it's also got a history. Like, Indio Viejo, to me, is he's got a long history. And me, as a little kid, I used to call it Indio Viejito, <laughs> yeah. which uh, was always funny. Yeah. But, we um, also make the joke we're like what we're eating an old man because exactly. that's what it sounds that's what it is it's <laughs> old man stew like yeah with a little uh some with else. a little bit something kind of spicy. <laughs> little controversial yeah we but, can't um, say it on here but. <laughs> <laughs> but um but uh one of the reasons why indio viejo i had to have it on this list is just the significance of it is you know i'm talking like way back as a kid it was yeah. you know like fa- our family would get together mm-hmm. Um, some outside friends would get together, all, of course, from Nicaragua or Nicaraguan-based in some kind. Yeah. So, like, a kid that was born in Canada but, you know, grew up Nicaraguan with Nicaraguan parents, et cetera, mm-hmm. is we used to always get together on a, fr- on a Saturday or, or a on Sunday. a Sunday. Yeah. Some, a lot of the time on a Sunday. Yeah. My mom would cook that up. We'd all serve, which um, uh, one of the key things that my mom does with El Nacatamal that I've noticed that even in Nicaragua, they don't do this a lot, is adding chilote. So that's oh, yeah. corn, uh, baby, baby corn, corn to yeah. those that don't know what that is. And um, and there's just, uh, there's different ways that people make it, but just my mom, there's something about it, man. I don't know what it is. Like, I think, she, I don't know. I feel like when she cooks, like, especially when she has time, like, she just puts so much love into it that it's just, like, uh-huh. she, like, puts extra things that you, like, exactly. you know, most people wouldn't, you know? Like, extra chilotes, yeah. which, again, we're going to go back to extra baby corn. Mm-hmm. Or um, or the beef that she uses is yeah. just... But it's uh, it's Even one of those... like, the lemon and, like, mm-hmm. just the spices that she puts. Like, uh-huh. some things she puts in, like, you know, a lot of people don't put it. But, yeah. like, you know, it's just... And, it's and, really good. And to those that want to know sort of how it looks like, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look appealing, but it also sort of, in a sense, uh, kind of looks like, um, like, uh, like butter. Stew. It looks. It kind of looks like butter chicken, if you yeah, can describe kind of it like best. Butter chicken, but more liquidy. Uh huh. Exactly. And like you know, you see a lot of corn in and, it. And and what goes well with uh, naka? Oh, oh sorry, Indio Viejo. Rice. Rice. White rice. And Coke. Well, okay. Well, Coca Cola. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I mean, what kind of Coke? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Coca Cola. Okay. I don't know. Like, I can't. I can't have like in the uh-huh. with like like a like with a warm drink. I have to have a cold drink. It's really weird. Mm, Very fascinating. Strange, yeah. That's the first that I've heard of this is um I well, got I got something even uh, more crazier. So uh, an old friend of mine, his mom, every time she had an uh, sorry an Indio Viejo, she had to close it out with a banana at the end. What? Just eat a straight banana. Really? Yeah. Something about it. Apparently, it's just it's like a banana. Yeah, but like after That's after so she finished crazy. eating. 
Yeah, it's different, but hey, <laughs> we, we can't, we can't, uh, we all have True. our different uh, We all have ways. our things, yeah. Exactly. But uh, one of the things that I was trying to say is, of course, it goes well with rice. Platanos. Platanos or maduro. Or maduro, yeah. With a bit of cheese on top. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what you need on Indio Viejo. That's true. And of course, like, like going back to what I, what I was saying about Indio Viejo and the importance of it, mm-hmm. is just uh, like just seeing everyone get together and enjoying this dish. Uh, people from the outside are probably like, what the fuck is that? That's so, <laughs> yeah, that's so weird, right? But mm-hmm. like, it's weird looking, but it's, it's good, man. I mean, and uh, yeah, like, a, uh, like growing up in my childhood, we, we did a lot of these family gatherings and we had some of our closest friends that used to come by all the time on the weekends to to enjoy this dish so yeah it's close to my heart yeah i definitely suggest it and um try to find a good a good spot that makes it um mm-hmm. one of the differences that i've noticed with some other people that make uh, indio viejo is some use vinegar yeah some people do i prefer personally lemon but i can see how vinegar can sort of work yeah i feel like when you i feel like when people yeah Vinegar isn't bad. Like if you don't have lemon or if like you don't have time for that, then mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good kind of source. But the lemon is what it really like hits and just mm-hmm. feels so good. Agreed. And some also like using fried chip, like fried uh, tortilla on top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To Dad give it likes sort of, that, right? Yeah, he, yeah, does, he does because, and I don't mind it actually because what it does is because it's a very liquidy thing is when you add, if you're a big fan of the crunchiness, is you add a bit of fried tortilla on top. Is it gives it a crunch factor, which mm-hmm. it's, it's um sometimes I, I enjoy, know. sometimes I don't. I don't know. Like I like I've tried it. It's just I feel like what's hard for me is that like ever since I was little, mom never put tortilla, so it just feels mm-hmm. wrong. Like eating no. it, and it's not like it's good, but like it just feels like weird to like put tortillas. But it's yeah, oh, exactly. Exactly. No, but I'm uh, moving on since uh, we both picked that same one. Is yeah. our, it's funny enough? Is it's the second one too? That's funny. Is Moving on to my third important uh, critical dish when it comes to Nicaraguan food, mm-hmm. this one right here is gonna <laughs> stay in the same standard of masa, That's which funny. is so funny. Uh, and I, I guarantee I that, you know, Sister S over here probably had the same sort of pick. Yeah. So this one right here is nakatamal. Yep, that was on my list. And uh, the best way to describe it is a nakatamal is if you've ever had a tamal from Mexico or other parts of the world, it's that, but on fucking steroids, man. It is on steroids. Because it's like, it's got beef, it's got fucking, it's got a shit ton of stuff, man. It has potato. Rice. It has potato, rice, raisins, olives, like green olives. It Uh has, what else does it have? It has like, um, like... Yeah, yeah, raisins and stuff. Like, it has so many different things. Like, it's crazy. Because the peppers. There's, like, yeah, red the, peppers, and tomato. Then you can add, yeah, tomato. And there's also, like, depending on how you like it, I like it spicy. Me too. So, a they little... Put, ha- like, jalapenos. Like, a little red jalapeno yeah. inside of it. Mm-hmm. Is uh, that one right there super critical when it comes to Nicaraguan oh, dishes? Yeah. And I guarantee that Sister S had that same... I did, Had yeah. that on her list, too. It was actually... Um, like kind of lower yeah which is kind of weird because there's just so many things that i chose but no of course it's really good and you know what's crazy is like mm-hmm. when you said nakatamales it just reminds me of that time you uh-huh. know 3615 night street like yep when we made shout the out to 3615 right which by the way we fucking sucked we did we sucked <laughs> real bad <laughs> like, and um that's so, why we didn't make them again because it's yeah. bad. <laughs> so just to sort of describe it a little bit is uh to to even the listeners that have never had a tamal also is again 
using cornstarch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so basically, what they do is, and, and it's also like sort of put into this like plant-based thing that it's like, like in the um, bottom. What the is platino, that called? Like the the banana. Oh, leaf. that's what it is. The sorry, sorry. Leaf. That's right. Sorry, that's right. So it's put into a uh, like a plantain leaf, right? Yeah, banana leaf or whatever. Or exactly. But again, right? So they like in ours, they fill it with uh, beef or, or sorry, no, it's actually pork. Pork. Yeah. It's pork, rice, potatoes. potatoes. Peppers, peppers, green olives, green olives, raisins, raisins, red. Rice. Did you say rice already? No, yeah, I already did. Yeah, okay. red, uh, red tomato. Sorry. Yeah, tomato. Um, and then of course your choice of either a jalapeno inside or, or none chi- whatsoever. Or the chili ones. The yeah. Red chili. Yeah, the red chili. So that's what I meant. So like either a red chili inside or not. Mm-hmm. Again, just a great dish. And uh, what's the best day to have it? <sighs> Anytime, honestly. Like yeah. probably in the winter time. I would say the winter, but I was thinking more like day of the week. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. For me, I would say like Sunday oh, exactly. in the morning. Sunday like fun day. Yeah. First thing in the morning. And trust me, you'll be good for like, <laughs> like you won't, ha- you won't need lunch after. No, man. you'll probably just eat dinner and a snack because it's, really, <coughs> it's a big one. Because like even growing up with some of my other Latino friends that they have, like they call it tamal, is... Like they'll they'll sometimes talk. Yeah, man, I can have like two or three tamales. Yeah. You cannot have two no. or three nakatamales. There's man. just so much into it that it's and like, it's huge, it's man. Huge. It's like bigger than like someone's head. I would say like it's pretty big, and that's a yeah. little bit dramatic. But no, like it's huge. It's huge, and like, but it just seems like a lot of our plates, man. Like to to the listeners here that are gonna go out and give a lot of these these mm-hmm. dishes a try, is a lot of our dishes are just like absurdly huge man they are huge they're massive so like but one of the big things about the nakatamal because i'm just going back to Mm -hmm. is one of the first things that i wanted to do when i when i went back to nicaragua which was back in 2017 yeah so it's been a minute is i wanted to try nakatamal Mm -hmm. and here was one of the biggest surprises that i had so there's a famous lady here in nicaragua from nicaragua that makes nakatamales here and um, what's I'm going to call it? She's probably going to get some business after this <laughs> because probably. Doña Solina, Doña Solina. Yeah. She t- like I went to Nicaragua, had nakatamales there. They were good mm-hmm. and even had it at a restaurant, had it at a family, ga- like a family um, gathering that we had over there. It was good. Yeah. But then I left Nicaragua being like, what? Like <laughs> Doña Solina still makes the best nakatamales. She does. And like, she happens. She happens to live in Vancouver, BC, Canada, mm-hmm. man. Like, shout out to Doña Solina. Keep yeah. making them, man. They're incredible. They're incredible. Man. They're so good. It's funny, like, talking about nakatamales because we're on the topic. Yeah. Um, My friend, because uh-huh. she doesn't really cook a lot. Yeah. But, like, she wanted to give it to her, like, Mexican husband. Uh-huh. And, like, she doesn't know how to cook. So she thought, like, she could just put it in the microwave. Oh, God. And then give it to him. And he was like, this is what you eat? Because, like, uh-huh. if anybody doesn't know, when you, like, cook, have to, like, you know, you, you prepare could, it. Well, sorry sorry to cut you off real quickly. You could technically put it in the microwave. No, but you it can't. Gets, no. But it no gets, uh, but he- hear me out, hear me out. But uh, you have to remove the tinfoil, for one. No. And no. second, it removes a lot of the flavors. Because there are, there are some people that do microwave do? them. Yeah. No, they do. Okay, I'm going to say something. Because mom even told me. She's like, when you microwave it and it's not cooked, you're eating 
uncooked nakatamal. You have to boil it for 40, <laughs> 40 minutes. Yeah. And then once you boil it for 40 minutes, you eat whatever you can. The second day, yeah, you can put it in the microwave. But technically, uh-huh. you're eating uncooked nakatamal. Yeah. And the guy was sick after, and I was like, holy crap, like, did you boil it? And she's like, no, you just put it in the microwave. I'm like, what? No. But yeah, anyways, I just thought that was really funny. No, no. And, and, and I guarantee, like, it kind of took away... Because one of the big reasons why, like, you know, I'm not a fan of microwaving it either. It's, you know, you got to boil it in water is it gets rid of some of the flavor. And I think that if you want to get it at its natural state, at its best flavors, you got to put, you got to boil it in water. (laughs) But um, because like I have seen people do it in the past. Really? That's crazy. Specifically like, specifically like in like work sites and stuff like that. Yeah, but I feel like they probably cooked it the night before. Well, no, again, it's. Like you know? it, but but it but you can do it is what I'm saying. Yes, you can. Yeah. You can, but Once it's it's, cooked. it's not recommended. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Yeah. Because it, it just gets rid of a, a lot of the flavor. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like nakatamal is a massive staple in Nicaraguan dishes, man. Like, you know, I think uh, anyone that's never had it, by all means, if you like tamales, you'll fucking love nakatamales. Because yeah. I've had I've had tamales, and again, shout out to Mexico because we do have some listeners out in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'll tell you the same thing is I like tamales a lot. I love Mexican food, but nakatamales just hits differently. Yeah. It's bigger. It's got a ton of other. It's got a. It's just yeah. It's it's, it's a, it's so a tamal exactly. It. Yeah. It's a tamal on steroids. And you just can stick tell, with that. You can tell when you get a good nakatamal as soon as you open it. Like once you smell like all the things and when it's cooking, you're like, okay, also, this is gonna be a good one. Another key factor is the color. Yep, the color. So like, what's a color? Well, just just for the audience, for they can uh, sort not of not pale, like not. White. It has to be. It has to be like brownie. Brownie, yeah. If you see it like a ve- like a nice tan brown color, um, just like us Latinos, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what's I'm gonna call it? You got yourself a good nakatamal. If it's pale, pale white, gross, like Casper, you <laughs> yeah. you don't want to eat that shit. Throw it out. Yeah, throw it out. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, but yes, um, and also again another quick shout out to Doña Solina. Best nakatamales I've ever had. For sure. Top down. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, moving on. So what was your pick? Okay. Um, I had Vigaron. Vigaron. Yeah. And I actually don't have that on my list. Which you is don't? Great. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what Vigaron is, it's pretty much like it has um, like yuca. So yuca yep. is cassava in English. So it's like yuca. I didn't even know that shit. That's you fucking didn't know awesome. That? Yeah, because <laughs> like when I go to the store, like to buy yuca, I put yuca and like it doesn't show up. And so I'm like, what the hell is this? And then the people are like, oh, you mean cassava? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. So it has um, yuca, chicharron, and yep. then it has what else does it have? Um, yeah, I think uh-huh. that's it. Yeah, it's, it's the most it's the most, it's the simplest, most simplest thing. One. And then you add salad, the little yeah. salad on top. You add like the cabbage, coleslaw mix, whatever, and you put like vinegar or lemon salt and pepper um yeah and it's just so good like it's so basic but it's like amazing because you like put uh-huh. the um yuca yep. on the chicharron and then you put like the salad and it's just so good uh-huh. i know we have chancho con yuca but like honestly i don't really like it that much like it's it's good but hey like, whoa, 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 whoa hey, hey <laughs> settle down man <laughs> no an, it's good an extreme like, man might have had that on his list oh man God. <laughs> <laughs> calling you out yeah um, shots fired shots fired yeah but i remember um, like it's just so good and when I was yeah. little, I'd help mom, right? Like, I'd help her, and, and it's, it's easy and it, to and make. And it's super basic, right? So, yeah. like, to all the listeners out there, you can, like, you might even be able to make it yourself. But mm-hmm. the, I think the key thing about having that is you got to have, first of all, the yuca can't be old. No, it can't. Um, el chicharrón 
I mean, you can find good chicharron yeah. just about anywhere. Yeah. But the salad, I think, is key. Yeah. Like, if you have shitty-ass salad on top, it's yeah, just, it's it gets, it, it's nasty. You have to, like, flavor it to your tasting. And, like, like, like what we said, like, all of our dishes, like, you can make it to your liking. Like, mm-hmm. you can add things or you can take things out that you don't like. Exactly. Which is nice. Or if you're, like, you're more, like, on the extreme side, like me, or even Sister S in this also, is that she, um... She likes things with a little bit of a kick. So we add a little bit of chile on top, yeah, right? So do. chile, hot sauce, in mm-hmm. other words. Or, yeah. or even chilero, which is um, this actual famous thing that uh, we make in Nicaragua. It's mm-hmm. basically like... Um, it's, it's like in a jar and it's uh-huh. pretty much like you keep it on the fridge. And it's things that you can like add. Like So let's say you want on your rice to be a little bit spicy. You just like mm-hmm. add a little bit of chilero in it. Or and if and you inside the chilero, to those that don't know, it's got like broccoli, little bits of like different yeah, chiles. Like everybody makes it different. It's yeah. just like what vegetables you like. And uh-huh. then you, it's a lot of vinegar and a lot of like hot sauce. Exactly. Like so it's vinegar jalapenos. that and there's corn and stuff inside of it. But mm-hmm. it just it just adds a little twist to it. Yeah. And I think it's, I, I add that to, I, I add that shit on everything. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, like, and. And the good thing about chileros is that it could sit for so long and it gets even better because like uh-huh. it's more marinated in the food and like exactly. it tastes better. Exactly. And and that's something that you could add on to this dish, right? Yeah. Which is again, like like um like S over here said is um is uh yeah, it's 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 such a simple dish, but it works, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes simple is good, right? Yeah. Just that's like uh, the great uh, Mitchell says, simple yeah. is good, right? Mitchell loves simple things, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, no, I think that's a great pick. Yep. But, what did you pick for your next one? So this one, you definitely have this on the list Let's because see. I would say it's the main event of all dishes. And this one, it's a dish that they have in Mexico. They have their own take. But this is the Nicaraguan style of it. Mm-hmm. And what, none other than carne asada nicaragüense. Oh, yeah. I had that one, actually. Yeah, for sure. This one is delicious man i did like bistec but it's like similar yeah but no bistec you can mention okay yeah because bistec is different than carne asada yeah but carne asada is really good so carne asada nicaragüense so you know um everyone knows what carne asada is i don't think there's too much of a like like as far yeah exactly so the way we have it in nicaragua is more like the best way to describe it is kind of caribbean-ish yeah right because you have the carne asada, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which realistically, carne asada could even be like pork or anything else, right? Whatever kind of meat you Whatever want. Whatever meat you realistically want. And then we have this other thing that comes with it. It's called gallo pinto. Oh, so What good. this is right here is, fuck, this is critical to anybody in Central America, realistically. Has they this all, dish. Yeah, yeah. Is they have a different name for it, right? Yeah. Like Los salvadoreños call it casamiento. Mm-hmm. Los uh, costarricenses call it pinto. Yeah. And then um, I, I forgot what I the... I the Dominican. Uh, me, um, they just call it arroz con frijol. Arroz con frijol, yeah. So this is something that seems very critical, especially on the Central American side, right? Yeah. So we have the gallo pinto, the rice mix, and uh, to those that want to know what it is, it's rice mixed with beans. Yeah. But we actually add it into the... Sto- into the uh, Do you want to talk about it? Uh, so- yeah, describe it a little bit, where we add it onto. So pretty much, yeah, like you cook the rice separate and then you cook the beans on a frying pan and then you leave a little bit of the juice of the beans and then you add the rice. So then the but beans then, aren't like mushy. Exactly. And then you cook it with the and rice then you cook on it, top and then you mix to close it, it all out together to close it out. And then it's like all mixed, but it's not like mushy beans. It's like soft beans, but not like exactly. Gross. Yeah. And then like that. So that's part of the carne asada dish. Mm-hmm. And then something else that we add onto it is, of course, gallo pinto again. 
a it's key. It's in every dish. Like it's in a if, breakfast dish if you want it, like with eggs. That's just quickly good. to describe gallo pinto, just because, um, like, you know, I, I spoke to S beforehand that gallo pinto, in my opinion, is sort of a feature. Yeah. But in a sense, it can also not be a feature, right? Because gallo pinto, fuck, it's Nicaragua, man, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> because pretty much. We have that shit in the morning with eggs. Yeah. We have that shit with uh, crema, queso, like mm-hmm. on the side. Yeah. Gallo pinto, we have whatever. I'd say like gallo pinto is like the U.S. French fry. Like yeah. in all the dishes. Like if you go to Nicaragua, you will always have tostones and gallo pinto in your dish. Actually, just quickly, while we're, at, we're, while we're talking about Nicaragua, is we went to a McDonald's <laughs> and there was a gallo pinto wrap, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And you could have gallo pinto in for McDonald's. breakfast yeah. at McDonald's, yeah. which was wild, man. I know. Even I think with the burgers, you could have like tostones or like gallo yeah, pinto if you wanted. Exactly. So, <laughs> but getting back to the carne asada dish, yeah. but yeah, gallo pinto is super important to our mm-hmm. culture, man. Is something else that's a big feature in it is tajadas. Oh, yeah, tajadas. Las tajadas. So that, to anyone that doesn't know what that is, is it's plantain that's fried, yep. but it's fried like a chip, man. Yeah, it's fried so, like a chip. So you have that on the side. Mm-hmm. Then we have sort of our own col- our own take on coleslaw. Yep. So like a little salad, like sort of like like. It's kind of like what you would put in the vigaron. Like it's like a uh-huh. salad mix on the side. But a smaller. A smaller portion, so you can dip your. Um, like tostada, tostada or whatever else. Or whatever in it. And then of course we close that carne asada dish out with a fried cheese. Oh yeah. Queso frito. Queso frito. And that right there, like oh man, like. So good. And you can have that shit any time of the year, but specifically in the summertime, it just hits different, man. You have a carne asada oh, yeah. with like a model, like a, a cerveza of some mm-hmm. kind, maybe some toña since we're talking about Nicaragua. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we have a toña on the side. Um, just great, man. It's one of my so all time favorite dishes. And uh, it, as you can also tell, a lot of our dishes have platane <laughs> featured yeah. in it heavily, right? Yeah. Because um, um, in Mexico, basically everything for them is tortilla. Tortilla and salsa or whatever. Yeah. Like, like pico for, de gallo. Which we, we also we have, have pico too. de gallo, but our own take. Yeah. We use platane a lot. Yeah. We do use tortilla, of we course. Do. Yeah. For because certain in, dishes and stuff or like for things that we want to use it for. Exactly. Right. But um, but it's mostly, but platane is big feature. And of course, gallo pinto. Gallo pinto is on everything. Man. It's like the best thing ever. It's so good. Yeah. And, like, you can have it in so many ways. You can actually add cream on it. Oh, and it's great. Con crema is, con like crema the is best delicious, thing man. Ever. Yeah. Oh, and so even chilerio, like we were talking mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. right? You can add that on the gallo pinto. Yeah. Feta cheese. Oh, yeah. Feta it's cheese on top, too, too yeah. man. <laughs> but, like, the carne asada is, like, one of our staples, man. It like, is. It's, yeah. Like, when you think of Nicaraguan dishes, man, our, the staple is definitely um, la carne asada. Yeah. Man. Since we're, like, on the same page, like, bistec yeah. is, like, similar, but it's uh-huh. just, like, smaller. Like, it's yeah. not, like, a We'll get state, there. We'll get but there. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Um, but, yeah, I think that that's, uh, yeah, carne asada, as you can tell by, by us over here also, just huge. Favorite eh, dish. So good. Probably one of our favorite dishes yeah. completely. She might even have it as her favorite. You would say your, it's your favorite? Or we haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there yet. I don't okay. know. We'll see. So any last things you want to want to talk about, like regarding carne asada, some things that I, I miss maybe? Mm, no, I think you got everything. I think everything you said was perfectly right. Yeah, it's just so good. Like if you have a chance to have it, like have it. Like it's so good. And I feel like every other like, you know, Mako and everybody else like does it differently. So it's it'd be pretty cool if the listeners, you know, like if you guys try from different cultures and see exactly. what you like. It'd be exactly, cool. right? Give, give it a shot. Um mm-hmm. You've probably had Mexicano carne asada. Yeah. Give Nicaragua a shot. We're awesome too. Yeah, we are. So anyway, moving on. 
What's your next dish? Okay, so this dish, I don't know why, but like you're going to be surprised. I actually chose ceviche. Mom's ceviche, ceviche though. Okay, okay, You know, okay. like the one that she does like with tomatoes and like uh-huh, all uh-huh. that stuff. It's not like really a dish, but like it's like a side thing. Uh-huh. But I found that it's so good. Like I remember when mom would make it, it would always be at 3615 Night Street. Uh-huh. We had everyone over. Everybody was watching the fights, right? Yep. Everybody was watching Which is a boxing. staple at the extreme house. Yeah, and so my mom would make ceviche for all my dad's friends and for my brother's friends. And it was just like a staple. Like it was like she, it has shrimp, it has like onions, it has a shit ton of like chiles, like so many, lemon. Yeah. She does it, everybody does it differently. I know like other cultures use like not tomato in it, Uh but she uses like clamato, like, you know, and makes it and it's so good. Don't reveal all the secrets though. No, I won't, I won't. I didn't, I barely (laughs) did. But like, you know... It's really good. Like, I love mom ceviche. Uh-huh. Like, so good. And, uh, you know, funny enough is I do have a quick story that my, my mom once did. Is So, my mom has these Filipino jalapenos, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the times, she, she overput some, oh, yeah. <laughs> some of the Filipino jalapenos. <laughs> so, everybody was leaving. I remember we were watching, um, I forget which fight we were watching. It might have been, uh, let's see. I'm just trying to think back like here. Like Mayweather or something? Might have been Mayweather, actually, but uh, no, you know what? Now that I think about it, I think it was Oscar de la Hoya against Ricardo Mayorga. Oh, okay, so it was... Not a good night for Nicaragua. Mayorga no. got his ass kicked. He's from Nicaragua. Uh, not our greatest boxer, but anyway. No, he's not. <laughs> moving on. So, um, I remember that day is... So, my mom made the ceviche. She overdid it. Everybody was leaving to the room, running to the washroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, then one of my dad's friends started laughing and said, oh, fuck, you guys are wimps, right? Yeah. So then one of our uncles, uh, Chino, actually, Mm -hmm. so he goes and tells my mom in the kitchen, hey, add extra jalapenos on his. So (laughs) she does, (laughs) gives it to that same guy that's calling everyone wimps. Yeah. He takes a bite right away. He's like tears are coming down his eye. No, like like fucking bog snot (laughs) and everything. Yeah. But because he had said <laughs> that they're wimps for running to the washroom yeah. to drink water, he just like downed it. And you can see in his face, he even said, oh, fuck. <sighs> like the whole time. But he right? wasn't like trying to say everyone like it was hot. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, like he was trying but to be a tough guy. So, so he toughened it out. And then by the end, he's like, OK, yeah, that was spicy. But yeah. Like he yeah. did not drink any beverage of oh, any yeah. kind. That was so funny. But uh, yeah, that was that was just uh, something I had to add in. I thought it was funny. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Yeah. So like that was kind of, that's like when we make ceviche, that's kind of like what it's like. It's like, you know, it's something to hang out with a big group of people. And like, you know, it's like kind of a side dish before you get into the main dish. But it's so good. Exactly. Um, what did you have next for your So dish? for mine right here, mm-hmm. um, I'll just describe it to you real quickly. Okay. So... And this one, I'm going to close out with this one here. Yeah. Is, again, another staple. Some may not like it. I And again, uh, for anyone that's in Nicaragua and you're like, oh, you guys missed out on this one. You guys missed out on the other one. Is we could have added all of those in. But again, it would be uh, 20 dishes. It would be so many. And yeah. so, so we just added five of our favorites. So to close it out with me is it's quesillo. Oh. Yeah, I had that one too. So that one right there is, again, like I said, we do use tortilla, but yeah. not as often mm-hmm. as other other parts of like Mexico specifically uses a lot of tortillas. Yeah. So this one, the best way to describe it is it's wrapped up in a 
in a tortilla, right? Yeah. And there's this thing that we call quesillo, yeah. which in El Salvador, they actually call it queso nicaragüense. Mm -hmm. And they actually use it to pupusas. Shout out to pupusas. Shout out pupusas, to El Salvador yeah. with that. Is, and then we put it into sort of like a bag, right? Mm -hmm. And then we put this special cream on top with little yeah. bits of onions, but like pickled onions. And pickled onions. Oh, delicious, so man. Good. So good. It's like the best thing ever. And it's like, and it's nice because it's something you can like walk and like go through town and be eating it because uh -huh. you don't need like other things. You just need the tortilla and the um, aluminum foil, you know, just to take it around town. But it's so good. Exactly. I remember we had the best one in Nicaragua, the biggest one. I don't know what it was called. Oh, man. But I think it was near Chinandega. Or it was around those parts, yeah. Masaya. I don't even know. But it was like on our way to Chinandega. But we stopped at this uh -huh. local place. And they had the biggest quesillos, and they were so fucking good. Oh, like, my God, oh. yeah. And uh, and the good thing about that dish is you can actually literally have it anytime. Morning, lunch, dinner. Yeah, anytime. And on the go, like uh, like S over here said, is that you can realistically, yeah, you can be... Take it anywhere. Yeah. You can be, like, going on car. a walk. In your car, you're eating it, right? It's, yeah. a, it's a very... It's a... Uh, yeah, a to-go, I guess. It's a to-go dish, yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, like, it's a bit of a process, too unfortunately here it's really hard to find a lot of quesillos mm -hmm. but there are some there and um yeah the best way i would i would describe it is try to make it at home man i mean yeah. it's it's hard to do but you just have to go to the states to get the right cheese but i mean uh -huh. it's not that bad exactly yeah. yeah that's the only thing it's a bit of a process that's why like over here we, we rarely have it but when we have it it's a it's a it's an, a quite an occasion it's a special occasion mm -hmm. actually in the household when we have it yeah so yeah quesillo had to have it on the list yeah moving on S, what is your final main event pick? And if you want, you can quickly do an honorable mention. So a couple of honorable mentions, if you like. Sure. Um, so my last pick, and I just thought about it right now, and I can't believe I didn't write it down on mm -hmm. my paper. Tostadas. Oh, yes. Specifically so, mom's tostadas. Especially mom's. Like, mom's is the best. Like we said, you know, extreme mom is a chef. Like, she's so good. Yeah. Um, but pretty much what to be, like, quick about it, tostadas is, like, a fried tortilla and yep. then you put my mom makes like the best beans ever which uh shout out to those beans man yeah we can't tell you more tell you what is inside of it because it's like her secret dish but she puts her specialty beans and then it's pork on top and then you use the coleslaw thing with like the vinegar and stuff and then you finish it off with some parmesan cheese and it's so good it's delicious it is it's messy but it's worth every it's bite it's worth man. every bite yeah and um, no, it's uh, and, and again, it was another staple in our household. Tostadas mm -hmm. like again, like I'm going to go back to a little bit, a <laughs> little bit in the past is yeah. tostadas in the past. Like it brought a, it brought a, a lot of our family would come yeah. over. Mm -hmm. They'd have tostadas and it was uh, it was a special occasion. Right. Yeah. Like everyone would come. I guess you would say like our Nicaraguan dishes. It's for like family to get gather up together and like Absolutely. cook it together and like, you know, just hang out with the cousins and then eat this delicious food. I exactly. feel like that's why we love these dishes so much because we have so many memories with it. You know? Exactly. Like uh, some some of our like the, like people from our past, like yeah. uh, like shout out to the to people that aren't with us anymore. Yeah. Is these these dishes brought us all together. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's why. That's why I had to talk about it honestly on the podcast on the nasty on yeah. the nasty things pod because we gotta go Nicaraguan exactly because right? we are Nicaraguan <laughs> yeah. so you know I think it's just they're just super essential man Tos mm -hmm. tostadas are massively oh, essential so to us man and uh, and it's cr funny enough is that on my list I didn't even have it either right, right? I just so thought about wild. it now and I'm like shit like how did we not talk about this but anyways yeah. but it, but it's great and specifically like if you have the right beans it just mm -hmm. it's a game changer yeah. man 
And you can even put it's the chilero that you were saying. And again, the, the chilero, man. You can add that shit on everything, man. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the thing about the tostada is, is this is the one one of the few dishes that we don't have gallo pinto on the side either. Yeah, because you is don't the first need one. it. Because it's already a lot of food, but yeah. Yeah, but no, that's that's a great pick, man. Um, did you have any honorable mentions that you just wanted to quickly mention? Um, I don't think so. No, no. that's no. it. No, I okay. think I'm good. Yeah. Alrighty, awesome. So that is our Nicaraguan portion of the pod as far as the dishes come in. I'm sure you guys are hungry now because some good food. I sure as fuck am. <laughs> Me too. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, quick shout out to Nicaragua. Shout out to the food. Shout out to Tonyas and Victorias. And mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and quickly. Flor de Caña. Flor de Caña also, which uh, a rum that I would suggest for everybody. You can actually find it in any of your BC Local liquor BC stores. stores yeah. um, give I'm that sure a in try. The States too. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and in America, they have a fuck ton of Flor de Caña. Probably yeah. even more than us. So. Probably. <laughs> Go to the store, buy that, and to anyone that, what's I'm going to call it, uh, hasn't tried Nicaraguan food in all parts of the world, give that a try. You'll love it. You won't regret it. Extreme yeah. approved. But uh, moving on. So while we're in the, you know, this is a Latino episode, actually, yeah. <laughs> is something that we, me and S listen to quite a bit is reggaeton. Oh, yeah. So to start, start it all out, is my question to you is, what was your introduction to reggaeton? What was the artist that brought you in? Okay. So, obviously, as growing up as, like, a Latina and, like, you know, in the Spanish culture, you heard it a lot in, like, parties. Yep. And, like, but I was really little and, like, you know, it was uh -huh. just kind of, like, background music. Yep. But the one time that I was, like, wow, like, this is such good music and, yep. like, I want to And that's what brought you in? Yeah. What I brought me, what brought me in was... Um, we were going down to English Bay and yep. Chino, our uncle, oh, was yeah. in the car driving. Shout out to Chino. Shout he out was to Chino. the big uh, reggaeton head he back then. Not anymore, if you could believe it. Yeah, he's like, he still like listens to it, but not as much. Um, but yeah, like Chino, like we were going down to English Bay and I remember it was like a hot summer day. Like I was probably in grade five or something and he was blasting like Daddy Yankee, Don Amar, like all the uh -huh. classic reggaetoneros yeah. right uh -huh. and i was just like damn this is good like obviously i had like i understood what they were saying but like you know when you're little like you kind of just like listen to it and dance yeah and so that's when i started to like be open to spanish music like Sweet. listen to salsa and stuff so what was the art but which artist stuck said, out uh daddy yankee so it was daddy yankee yeah um yeah to me it was similar actually but me like what i grew up more with if i'm gonna be straight mm -hmm. is salsa bachata oh, yeah. merengue mm -hmm. And then reggaeton, like specifically, like uh, in my time, right? Yeah. Because so my introduction was to reggaeton was back in 2004. Back in 2004, I was around like 14. So, you know, I only listened to the salsa, but that was more of the background music for me, right? Salsa yeah. bachata. Mm -hmm. It was more of like, especially when you're a kid, like, ah, listening to the same salsa right? song again, right? Especially so, when mom would like start cleaning, that's all she would blast. Exactly. Salsa, bachata. So then we didn't really work so uh -huh. to reggaeton like Exactly. So then, you know, like we had we had all that. And then so my exploitation to it was Daddy Yankee, Gasolina. So that was really mm -hmm. the song, the first song where I'm like, hey, this is fucking cool, man. Yeah. And then back in 2004, like <sighs> reggaeton was kind of on the rise, right? Mm -hmm. So then I started out with uh, Daddy Yankee and then Don Omar came along. Oh, yeah. Pobre Diablo, all those songs yeah. came along. So then I just Los became... Los Doce Discípulos. Los Doce Discípulos. Exactly, right? That shit right? was good. That shit was fire, man. Yeah. It still is, right? It is still. So yeah. that was my introduction to like reggaeton. And mm -hmm. then from there on, I became a big fan. Yep. And then 
um, quickly going back to salsa, bachata, merengue, mm-hmm. is I later became a fan of that major fan growing yeah. up. Like the older you get, the more appreciation you have to music. Yeah, you really do. Like it's crazy because like when I'm driving and you could attest to this is like uh-huh. I'm always listening to reggaeton, salsa or like bachata. Like I'm never listening to English music, which is yeah, weird. Which is wild, man. Right? Like because you would think like me growing up in Canada, like I'd be all about the English music. Uh-huh. But I love the Spanish music. We just have so much talent. Uh-huh. And like the beats are so different. Like yep. it's not similar. Like everyone's kind of changing it. Like uh-huh. I feel like in the 2000s when reggaeton came out, everyone was like, it was different, it sounded but they sounded similar. Like the, the beats were very similar yeah. back then. Yeah. But um, I feel like now they're changing it up. Like b- Because like, yeah, my, my, my thing with reggaeton is it was kind of like a, a love hate for a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. I loved it for a long time. Yeah. Like especially back in 2004 when it yeah. was a new thing. Right. Right. And Daddy Yankee was on the rise. Mm-hmm. Then I took a bit of a break. And then yeah. that's when, like, these other talented artists came in and made me a fan again. Right? right? Yeah, exactly. So, but getting into that is, um, so clearly our introduction to it was Daddy Yankee. Yeah, was our Daddy big, Yankee was our big. Like, what brought us in. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, yeah, it was Daddy Yankee. Of course, Don Omar after. Yeah. All Teo, the classics. Teo Calderon. Yep, he was um, good too. What was the girl, the girl uh, reggaetonera? La... Um, Ivy, no. No, 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 no. Her Queen. name was La... La. You know, Quiero Barrosar. No, 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 There's also, one? what's her name? No, but her... La Caballera. La Caballera, yeah, La Caballera yeah, was, was a, another key person, and she was in that Doce Discípulos song. She was. There was Doce a lot of good discípulos. people there. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. So, when, when it came to reggaeton, so what are some of the artists currently... Currently. They kind of brought you back because to me it was these are the artists that brought me back in and okay. I'm like okay reggaeton yeah. is the shit again man yeah. and it's been the shit now for a while because mm-hmm. um, you know you have a lot of crossover you have a lot of crossover oh, yeah. um, like you have a lot of artists crossing over to the English side now so that's mm-hmm. really cool too yeah um, for me so like not talking about classics well we can talk a little bit about classics I don't okay. mind so like uh, like quickly actually yeah let's talk about some of the so quickly let's run through some of the classic songs so. Okay. I'll lead the way. So, of course, uh, I'll go with Gasolina. Yeah. Um, that's a song that, I mean, it was the first song that I really listened to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pobre Diabla by Don Omar. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, um, of course... Um, Rompe by Daddy Yankee. Rompe Yankee's by day. Daddy Yankee was good, too. Yeah. Um, what else? Sale el Sol. Don Omar. Sale el Sol, yeah. Exacto. Yeah. Los Doce Discípulos. Los Doce Discípulos was just like, they all just went ham in that song. Yeah. So, those are just some of the, the classics that come to mind. Yeah. As far as mine, anyway. No, for sure. I have the same list for sure. Um, but okay, uh-huh. now with the favorite, like my some favorite. of the, some of your favorite current artists yeah. that are in, doing reggaeton. Oh, there's so many. Like it's uh-huh. crazy. Um, I would say I have like we'll go into it like later. Uh-huh. But I would say Raúl Alejandro. Raúl Alejandro, okay. He's yeah. so good looking. Like uh-huh. okay, he is someone that I like him because he always changes it up. It's never the same kind of sound. Like. You know, uh-huh. he's dating Rosalia. I don't know if you Rosalia, know Rosalia, of course I know who she is. He has, is. like, blue hair and stuff, but the yeah. way he raps, it's, like, so good. Like, there's a song with him and Rosalia, and it's called Vampiros or whatever. Vampiros, yeah. And it starts, like, pretty, like, you know, normal reggaeton, and then randomly, like, they uh-huh. add, like, freaking, it's like a rock. Like, like they're adding, like, m- like drums. Like, people uh-huh. are, like, smashing on drums, and, like, yeah. they're singing and rapping, and it's just, yeah. like... It's like, holy shit, like, how did they come up with this? Like, it's so different. Yeah. And I really like him. Like, so what's a song that sticks out for him? Like, what's a song that brought you in? Um, I would say, I think it was 
panties y bracieles. <laughs> he has like, like some really fucking like unique names. And uh, and again, quickly. Loqueda. Uh, Loqueda is, Loqueda is the one in. that brought you in? Yeah. A lot of these uh, reggaeton songs, just uh, heads up to all the uh, nasty listeners, which I guarantee a lot of them actually do listen to reggaeton. Mm-hmm is they have very explicit names and it's explicit content, man. Oh yeah, it's so explicit. Like when I'm driving, I'm happy like people barely like know Spanish here because like the shit he says is like pretty vulgar, but it's good. Like it's, exactly. it's not like a, it's not something that'll make you uncomfortable. It's like a good like vibe. Like he, I don't know. He's a really good artist. Absolutely. So, um, so lo- Loquera is the one that stuck out, right? Yeah, Loquera. And then he's also done work with Daddy Yankee, like Panties and Bracieres is the one with Daddy Yankee, and it's pretty good. And um, what I like about this artist in particular is that you just feel pumped and, like, energized. Like, uh-huh. So it's like your go-to, like, gym kind of song because oh, all exactly. of his songs are very, like, energetic. Up and beat, and stuff. exactly. Upbeat. Yeah. So, no, no, that's a, that's a, that's a great pick, man. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, an artist is definitely coming up for sure. Yeah. Is um, So to start mine out is I actually had to go with Osuna. Osuna, yeah. Osuna's ha- you have to have Osuna on the list as far as a new current artist. Yeah, is Osuna, Osuna's key man, and mm-hmm. the song that brought me in was actually just quickly. I gotta, I just gotta go back. Yeah, back right? to 2017. Yeah, that's when and he came out, and he was exactly. really good. Like, I feel like Osuna for people that don't know him, his vibe is like very positive, and it's like it's something chill. you can jam to. Like, you're in the beach, and it's like uh-huh. a chill vibe, and that's what you would go to. Is like Osuna, like he's so good. Exactly. So, to me, my introduction to him was actually, again, actually, I got I gotta give uh, sis, uh, Sister S credit here. She actually, she's one of the reasons I got back into reggaeton is. Mm-hmm. So she introduced me to um, Osuna, and Siguelo Bailando was a song that I was introduced oh, yeah. to. And then from there on, I just became a big yeah. fan, man. I feel like for me, because like Osuna was on my list, if you don't mind. like I Yeah, think, no, go ahead. You, you, um, we, if we both have it on the list, then we both got to discuss <laughs> okay. it, man. Um, so anyways, uh, the song that really drew me to him is Dile Que Tu Me Quieres. Uh-huh. That one's like just such a staple because that was the first one he came out with, I think. Uh-huh. And like I remember, we were like at like our cousin's house, like um, yeah, uh, yeah. We were just like watching music videos, and uh-huh. like this one came out, and my uncle he was yeah. like singing it, and he was just like it was just like such a good vibe, like it just it was uh-huh. such a nice time, and yeah, it was so, a really. So good you song. could say that your uncle was sort of the introduction to to uh, Osuna, or did you were you aware of him a little bit? I was then? aware of him, like. We were just like, you know, when like, you know, remember when we'd like gather as a family and we'd watch Pitbull videos like oh, yeah, Pitbull. for hours. Like <laughs> Pitbull was always our dad and uncle staple. Mr. Like, 305 coming to you laugh. Exactly. exactly right? a, that was actually a really good impression. Yeah. yeah. That's Pitbull. Maybe I am extremely keen. Yeah. Um, but I remember it, like it came on the TV and I was like, oh, like, who's this? And I'm like, oh, shit, this is a good song. And like, you know, we're all jamming. And then after that night, like I just Be straight. It was it was his appearance, too, that stuck out. I mean, he was good looking, too. But well, I he's mean, still around. <laughs> he still is around. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's good looking. But um, it wasn't just that. But um, and then I just went to go on YouTube and like search him up. And then I saw all these songs and I was like, shit, this is good. And let's see, 2017. I think Spotify was still around back then, but you didn't have an account, right? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah, no, I think um, that's one of the reasons why I had to add Asuna. I think as far as the new, like the current artists, mm-hmm. he's one of the more stapled artists that um, that you have to have, you have to honestly have on a list if we're going to talk about like, you know, current stars, right? Yeah, for sure. So that's the reason I had him. 
Um, but yeah, moving on. Who's the next guy? Um, or the girl? Next, yeah, the next guy that I chose. Obviously, everybody knows this guy. Yep. Um, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> um, the reason why I chose him, though, like, uh-huh. I feel like his recent album, Sin Verano Sin Ti, or whatever. Yep. I like that there were so many different mixes. Like, uh-huh. it was, like, sad, and then there was, like, energetic yeah. dancing, and then uh-huh. there was just, like, you know, like, hardcore rap. It was, yeah. like, a good album, but what I like about Bad Bunny is that every time he hits us with something different. Like, recently... Uh-huh. He's like in a new song and it's called Grupo Cien or whatever, like Group 100. Uh And it's like he's rapping in it, but it's like he's rapping in a a music that's like banda. And what banda is, like for people that don't know, is like Mexican country music. And And he's in it and he's rapping and it goes with the flow. And it's like, I'm like, how did you you come up with this? You know, like how? And and I think uh, Bad Bunny is an important figure. And... To anyone that's listened to us on the pod or any or to all and, and shout out to the group chat real quickly because everyone there except Eternal Love, I'm calling you out, man, <laughs> is we're all huge Bad Bunny fans. Yeah, man. I remember Eternal Love like saying just he didn't like it. He him. was like, yo, he's bad. And I'm like, what? Like, and, and his take is just more he's just not, in his opinion, he's just not a real artist. I get it, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we let's let's give some love to Eternal Bad Bunny. Eternal Love here. um hot takes. <laughs> hot takes actually loves uh, Bad Bunny quite a bit. Yeah, no, 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 I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, hot take. Oh no, sorry, I get what you mean. Yeah, now. yeah like, I got it. He know, has a hot take. He's, he has a hot take. Exactly. Yeah. So no, Bad Bunny is on my list too. You have to have Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. And one of the key things about him is again, like uh, one thing that I'm really proud of as being a Latino is that he's actually now made it to being the most listened to artist on Spotify, man. And we're yeah. talking about a Latino, man. That's fucking awesome, He was like man. number one artist like of the year, like, you know, and for he, Spotify. Exactly. Like he's an artist that like even, and here's the thing, like uh, anyone that knows me really closely knows that I'm not the biggest fan of the trap style of rap. Yeah. But he's a guy that I can listen to. He's a guy I like a lot. Mm-hmm. And his trap doesn't affect me because he he does such a great job with it. Yeah. And like like my sister was saying here, Sister S, is that he he tries different things like the banda thing. I'm also not the biggest fan of banda no, music. I, I hate banda, but like he made it he made it for me to like actually listen to it and be like, oh, like this is actually pretty good. Like I don't exactly. like banda, but he, he made it work so well. And mm-hmm. uh, and just uh, very his videos are super unique. They're very crazy, yeah. They're just everywhere, but I mean that's that's what Bad Bunny does, right? And you know, like in the beginning, like I didn't see the big hype about about Bad Bunny, and then now with more of the recent stuff and like learning more about him, like I'm like, okay, like I can fuck with this, like I like this music. Oh yeah, no, I f- we but all. But before I was like Bad Bunny, like Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, I, I fuck with him pretty heavily, man. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like so while while I'm talking is uh. Is you no know, no like Bad Bunny's most recent albums were just no like they're they're good man I mean yeah and again he's an artist that is featured like he's an artist that you know there was this fascinating thing now that I'm talking about Bad Bunny I just mm-hmm. remembered a story is a Fifty Cent which shout out to Fifty Cent I'm actually quite a big fan of his yep. throws every, but uh in case anyone that's wondering what the hell we're talking about reggaeton <laughs> the reason I mentioned his name is that he actually had a complaint once about Bad Bunny really? but it wasn't about his music. What was it about? It was more so he's watching the Grammys, right? Yeah. And I believe that Bad Bunny performed in the Grammys. Mm-hmm. So he complained. It wasn't even about the music. He he's just like, how can we have the most main? We have the most, the biggest artist on Spotify. Yeah. And nobody thought to put subtitles for I can understand <laughs> what he's saying because uh, I don't okay. speak Spanish, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, 
you know, like he, the fact that uh, like an artist like 50 Cent even gave him a shout out, like, yo, like he's. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like 50 digs him too. But he, that was yeah. his complaint. He's like, how can you have <laughs> right. one of the biggest artists currently and we can't, un- we don't have subtitles to understand what he's saying. Yeah. Like every time I listen to Spanish music, like Mitchell's become like. A he little bit of a fan, really right? He likes it. Like uh-huh. he likes certain artists. Yeah. So like we're listening to it and I'm like you know having to like translate for him and he's like mm-hmm. what the hell like he's like that's funny like you know yeah, exactly because people that don't understand spanish don't like can't appreciate exactly. it as much as we do exactly right so that's one of the reasons why like i, I kind of had to mention that story while we were in bad bunny right, right. because you know like that's crazy yeah that's like cool. an artist like 50 cent kind of yeah. mentioned that and uh like yeah my introduction was probably like honestly it's tough to say man like i i'm pretty sure i listened to him pretty I think my introductions was Otra Noche in Miami. That mm-hmm. was probably my like introduction. I'm like, oh, I like this guy. And then just uh, as his albums have progressed, I've become a bigger fan. Yeah. Like Un Verano Sin Ti is just a very good album. It's I so had a lot good. of fun with it. Yeah. Um, the song that introduced me to Bad Bunny was, it's kind of embarrassing, but yeah. um, Becky G, Mayores with him. <laughs> I was like, who is, this, who is this guy? And then I started looking and I'm like, and then I started listening to his songs. And I'm like, oh, he's actually good, but... Yeah, no, it was just funny. And just just to just to have a sort of understanding of like how mainstream Bad Bunny has become, he's mm-hmm. even been featured in songs with Cardi B and Drake. And Drake, actually, yeah, yeah which is Mia with with Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, Cardi B's song is Jay Balvin too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I was gonna mention. Well, I'm gonna mention him maybe a little bit later on. Yeah. But he, uh, Jay Balvin's in the in the song. And uh, yeah, no, just Bad Bunny is he's everywhere, man. You can find him everywhere. Yeah. If you don't know him, then like you're under a rock because everybody knows about him. Yeah, he's literally the most listened to artist in Spotify. And no, I, I agree, man. You have to, if we're going to talk about current artists, you have to have Bad Bunny in that oh, list. Oh, yeah, for sure. If not, you're just a hater. Shout out yeah. to you, Eternal Love. I know you're the hater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, man. Love you, Eternal Love. What's your next pick? So my next pick mm-hmm. is, we kind of mentioned them right now, is Jay Balvin. Okay, classic. Is yeah. another guy that you have to. I feel that you kind of have to have on your list, man. Is, oh yeah. He's uh, he's just a fun artist. Um, mm-hmm. I like a lot of his music. Yep. Uh, Colores was a great album. Mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and he's also I believe he's also Colombian too, if you can believe. That. I think so. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, and he, so so I had to have him on the list. My introduction to him, that one's a little more embarrassing. What is it? My introduction was. Uh, my introduction to him was that song with Cardi B and Bad Bunny. What? What came yes. that far? Yes. Man, that is embarrassing. So it is. So it's super embarrassing. Damn. Um, which, uh, <laughs> hold on. Let's, uh, l- l- I just got to give the name to the audience here. Is I Like It. That was my introduction. Yeah, it was I Like It. Yeah. Yeah, that was my introduction to Bad, to, to Jay Balvey, man. Mm-hmm. It was pretty, it's pretty embarrassing. But then I went back and I listened to a lot of his music. And um, no, I have a ma- major appreciation. I, li- I went back and I listened to his like his first album. Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. And um, his first album, I think his first La Familia I, was his first album. No, yeah, La Familia. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, Vibras was my shit though. Yeah, Vibras, Vibras was, was my good. shit. Yeah. Vibras, um, I like quite a bit. Now that since you were mentioning La Familia, my uh-huh. song that I like yeah. got introduced was Six A.M with uh, that's a good song Farruko or whatever it yeah. was such a good song like it's just a good vibe and stuff uh-huh. and i like jay bovin because you know like he's changed it up over the years like oh yeah i feel like he's pretty good like and different 
And I feel like he's always like a good feature too. Like oh yeah, every Ma- time major feature, right? Every time he's like in the future, like it's so good. Like it's a good vibe. Yeah, everything he does is really good. And so it's just and, and it's it a kinda, good pick. No, I it, I had to have him on the list. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Perra. That's a fun song. Oh, I love Perra. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, which is uh, by the way, fucking explicit as fuck. But it's hey, man, fucking explicit. Yeah. But we get nasty in these parts, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, we get nasty with music too. So yeah, yep. Jay Balving, I had to have him on, li- on my list. Mm-hmm. Moving on, S, who did you have? Um, so I have Carol G. Oh, nice. I actually became like, I knew about her for a long time, but I became a bigger fan like when we went to her concert. Like, oh, I she felt was great. Like, damn, like she's a good entertainer. She's so sweet. Like she's so friendly. Like she just seems so nice. Uh-huh. And I feel like she's really relatable to like a lot of Spanish girls. Like, there's uh-huh. been things like on Instagram or whatever that like, yeah. um, like she's been in a magazine and they like photoshopped her completely. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like <laughs> I don't look like this. Like I like the way yeah. I look and she's very like positive and so she's woman good, positive. Yeah. yeah. She's like woman positive, but she's like yeah. really pretty too. Um, but yeah, I think her as like a regotonera, um, yeah, like I feel like she is the first like actual female rapper that gets vulnerable and like shares things in her music like not telling everything but like you can see that she's like telling you her story like Uh her new album mañana será bonito yeah is really good and you could tell like she's obviously talking about like past relationships or you know it's something that you can like vibe to there's good songs that you can like dance to too but like it's also like things that you can just like listen to like in the room and stuff and she even did a song with Nicki minaj man so that just tells you oh yeah tusa so yeah. so that just tells you how um how she's kind of made her own impact on and the fact that she went to a place like Vancouver BC and and also like sold out. Yeah, and like the first actual Spanish person to come to BC. Like nobody's ever fucking come here. Outside of Pitbull, but like Outside you know, of Pitbull, but I mean but Pitbull's like, you know super I mean? super mainstream. Yeah, though. like he's mainstream. But like you yeah. know what I mean? Like somebody from Colombia, like, you know, coming here and like actually giving us a shot. They always go to Toronto. Exactly. The only thing I'm gonna say about Danny Yankee is he only goes to Toronto. He never yep. comes here. Never and went. it's annoying. Yeah. And actually funny that we that we're mentioning uh, Carol G is one of the greatest uh, things that I liked about when she came here mm-hmm. is when we went to the arena, Yeah, is seeing, it was literally like we were in Latin America, man. Like, yeah. it was so cool. It was like, so cool. Uh, like, I, would, I, was going, I was walking around and talking to everybody in, in Espanol, so that was kind of cool, right? Like, we were just, it, yeah. it felt like, it, it, it was cool, man, just seeing all the Latin community, and we were all enjoying it, man. Like, I know, and was, she was like, she was shouting at everyone, but the only hate is she didn't say Nicaragua. Like, yeah. She said everything. Like, what did she say? She even she said, said Guatemala. She said Guatemala, and she didn't say Nicaragua. Like, what the fuck? I was like, just like, on. yo, man. <laughs> I think she, no, she didn't say Costa Rica. I was going to say, if she said Costa Rica and missed us, I would have been like, what the she fuck? She did say Costa Rica, No, actually. she didn't. No. Pretty sure she did. Did she? Yeah. And, like, it was funny, because I remember we went with all of uh-huh. her cousins, and, like, she was yelling at everybody, and we're, like, yelling on top of her, like, Nicaragua. Like, Nicaragua. And she, like, didn't, like, she, we yeah. were obviously in the nosebleeds, but... Yeah. It was just kind of like, what the fuck? No, but it, it, was, it was fun, man. And, yeah. and, and the other cool part about that concert, too, is that, like, basically everybody we knew... Everybody we knew was there. Was there. Yeah. You know? For sure. So it was just... Uh, it was it was a good vibe. Um, and no, I, I agree, man. That's a, yeah. that's an excellent excellent pick, actually. Yeah. And if you haven't heard of her or don't know, like, what song to get into, uh, one of the songs that I really liked that she did was Gatu Bella. And uh-huh. it's, like, Carol G and Maldi. And it's a yeah. really good song. It's, like more of like a kind of dancing vibe but uh-huh. if you 
you know, haven't really checked her music out, that'd be good. And then her new album is really good too. No, no, it is. And, and, uh, no, she's a good pick. And like I said, I think, um, yeah, no, yeah, it's a, it's a great pick for the list. Yeah. But, uh, moving on to my pick Kay. is again, I feel like this is another artist that you can't not have a list without him. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with none other than Nikki jams. Yeah, he's good. Is, yeah. um, Nikki Yam is, uh, uh, he was sort of part of the... The Asuna kind of... Actually, exactly. he was before Asuna, I would say. A little bit before. But it was like that era, like with like... Um, who was it? It would have been like Asuna and like... Um, yeah, Nick. him, J Balvin. J Balvin too, like kind of. He and, was before. And Bad sure. Bunny and all them. I felt mm-hmm. that he kind of just kind of... He, he kind of... He, re- he became really big in current times, right? Because he's been around since 2014, right? Mm-hmm. But around, yeah. like, yeah, that, specifically, like, that 2017 era, mm-hmm. he he became more polarizing, I guess you can say, and more, yeah. and, and he's a big feature and stuff. Yeah. He's actually also been featured in some movies, too, which is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nicky Yam was, uh, my introduction to him was uh, the first song I ever listened to him, just because uh, right now I'm just uh, going back, is probably, let me see here, just got to, just kind of, Extreme Joaquin is going through his mind right here. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is um, which one was mine? Like for Nicky Jams, but he had a really con, good hits. Vive contigo. That's what that was my introduction. Mm-hmm. That's a good. One. And then of course X and everything came after, yeah. and then yeah, just a big big staple I feel in the more current reggaeton for sure. Yeah, for sure, I agree with that. That's a good good pick. Yep. So moving on to S's pick. So okay. what's your other pick? Um, I don't know if you've heard of him, but Mike Towers. Yeah, I believe you. He's I have. Like, he's Dominican. Not much of him, but I've heard of him. Yeah, he's pretty like low key. Um, he, I think he's starting to like actually like do more rap music and stuff. Um, yeah. But what I like about him uh-huh. is like it brings me back to the classic reggaetoneros like uh-huh. Don Omar and like Daddy Yankee. Obviously not as big as him. Yeah. But like he has the same vibe. Like it's more like I would say like mm, like like a Fifty Cent kind of like vibe uh-huh. or like you know more like yeah. gangster rather than like yeah. uplifting and stuff. Like it's uh-huh. more like not hard, but he has yeah. some good hits um i really like him i feel like i could always blast him like driving or uh-huh. you know going to the gym but he has yeah. some really good things so one of the songs that pulled me to him yeah <clears throat> it was girl and bean bean which bean is bean? so strange like <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing it's like a weird bean bean is like a different vibe it's like i don't know like he has a lot of like i think for girl he samples yeah. it um uh-huh. as like he sampled it from like the 50 cent song. I don't think you liked it much because it was like, obviously 50 cent, like you can't like make Uh it better than 50, but he like sampled. Had his own little take. Yeah. But I really like him. He's a, he's really good. So Mike Towers. Okay. Yeah. So I guess going on to me Mm -hmm. is I feel like, again, this is another artist that you have to sort of add him in. Anuel. Oh yeah. So Anuel is uh, another good artist. Um, Actually, I believe he dated Carol G, didn't he? He did date Carol G, and then he cheated on her. So yep. <laughs> that's what Mañana Será Bonito is probably yeah. about, but yeah. And actually, uh, who introduced me to Anuel was, yeah, the same. Uh, is uh, S over here actually introduced me to him, too. He was, he's so good. Like, I love him. Like, I know, like, he hurt Carol G, but, like, his music is still so good. At the end of the day, it's all about the music, right? Right, It ain't yeah. about the person. Yeah, and, like... Since you like him, you should uh-huh. try and listen to 
Más rica que ayer. It's actually pretty good. I think I listened to it, again, but I'm not 100%. I think that one, but honestly, I think that one's like shots to Carol G. So like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay, never mind. I might have not listened. Kind of a hot take. <laughs> I, might, uh, I might not have listened yeah. to it then. No, um, Anuel, Anuel was good. My introduction to him was actually... He actually has a song with six... six Takashi 6 9 yeah. yeah, he does. And it's called like Mala. And it's actually like, not a bad song. One of the few Takashi 6 9 songs I actually like, so... Mm-hmm. Um, my introduction, uh, my introduction, sorry, tradition, uh-huh. uh, Pasando en Ti, and it's with Wissen. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, That yeah, was yeah. actually my introduction to him, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, just kind of listened to him on, and then you yeah. showed me some of his more, well, yeah. I mean, you were my introduction, so yeah. what's my call? You, you, like, I think you showed me that song, and then you showed me some of the other ones. Oh, after. yeah, there's a lot of good ones he's done. Um, I know you don't like Trap, but the next one you should listen to uh-huh. is that girl that you said was, like, really good looking. Yep. Um... Tokishka or whatever yeah yeah she was in uh, Perra yeah she actually has a song with Anuel and Uh it's called De La Cuente De La Cuenta yeah De De La Cuenta De La Cuente there's no A yeah and it's actually really good De La Cuenta okay De La Cuente Cuente okay (laughs) Um, but it's really good and it's but it's more trap like Uh for sure trap I'll give it a shot man it's not too bad I mean you you haven't stirred me wrong so far with some of the reggaeton picks so absolutely we'll check that out but um, moving on. Okay. Who is your next pick? Um, he's a really, like a, I actually just recently discovered him, or not discovered him, but listened to him and like saw his thing. Uh-huh. His name is Fied. So sorry, sorry to interrupt quickly. So you had heard about him and then. I kind of like, you know, when you're like listening to Spotify and then it says like things you may like, uh-huh. it kind of just like popped up and I'm like, oh, like what's this? And it's called Classy or something. And uh-huh. It was, the artist was Fied. It's Fied, like okay. F-I-E-D. Okay. Um, I don't think a lot of people know about him, uh-huh. but what I really like about him is just like, I don't know, he's he's like kind of, like he's not uh-huh. famous famous, but like, yeah, he is famous, but um, he has some really good pieces. Like, okay. I feel like he's like a good vibe too. Like, he's kind uh-huh. of like a mix. Hmm. This is kind of hard to put. Yeah. It's kind of a mix of Rahul Rahu, Rahu Alejandro and uh-huh. then like, but also yeah. like, yeah. Mike Tower. Like, it's, I don't know, it's very... It's different, right? It's a different kind of vibe. And he actually has a song with Daddy Yankee, too, which is yeah. Yankee 150. Yeah, and it's actually really good. Um, Classy 101 was the one that kind of drove me into okay. it. And Mitchell loves that song. Like, okay. he'll play that all the Seems time. Seems like an artist that I'm going to be having to listen to. I'm yeah. actually writing that down as we speak. And then also Feliz Cumpleaños Feliz is Cumpleaños. actually really okay. good, too. But yeah, I would check him out. He's, I don't know if okay. a lot of people know about him, but... I think yeah, he's really no. good. No, no, he's a he's a exceptional pick. Um, mm. And Rosalia. Rosalia is your next one. Okay, sure. let's just move on from <laughs> from here. Okay, let's okay. you follow up then. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so Rosalia, obviously, a lot of people know her. Um, in the beginning, I didn't really like like her that much just because she was yeah. so different. Like her voice was different. Like I was like, I don't know about this. And then I started to listen to more of her music, and I realized like she has some really good like actual songs. Um, and I love that, like, you can distinguish her voice, like, in a song. Like, you're like, yeah, I can tell that that's Rosalia. Exactly. You know I mean? Okay. And uh, what's the song that sort of uh, introduced you to her? Um, what's the song that yeah. introduced me to her? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Uh, let me let me let me think about it. Okay. That. Yeah. Sounds good. So yeah, Rosalia, actually, another artist that I've actually listened to quite a quite a bit and uh, and again more she's actually more recent i would say she is quite she recent actually, she actually has been like making music for a long time like i think she, let me see like on spotify she has been making music since 2017 
Wow. But like, it's been a long time. Like she's not new, but you mm-hmm. know, like she, I think she blew up when she did the song with Travis Scott. Yeah. That's what I figured. That's when she started. That was actually, sort of my introduction to Rosalia. También. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was called TKN and that uh-huh. was in 2020. So she's been making music since like 2017 and finally like, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. but she just, well, I mean, a lot of these artists, if you look back, like same thing with Nicky Yam, he came, mm-hmm. he became really big around 2016, 2017. Yeah. But he, he was around for a minute. Mm-hmm. I think the song that I really like was Despecha. Uh-huh. Despecha, okay. It was like recently and stuff. Yeah. Okay, okay. But and yeah, no. Okay, sweet. So, and uh, yeah, any anything more you wanted to mention about Rosalia? So like some of the favorite songs maybe? Yeah, Um. so Despecha was one of them. And then she's been doing a lot of work with her boyfriend. Or not yeah. her boyfriend, but they're engaged. Yeah. Um. Uh, Raul Alejandro they have like Beso together they have Vampiros which I was saying that uh-huh. like, it's so cool because it's just like you feel yeah. like it's metal but it's not it's like reggaeton which okay. is kind of crazy I'm gonna give that a, I'm gonna give that a listen too yeah but yeah I just like that you can like in a song like Mitchell like it's funny like Mitchell uh-huh. out of all people like, yeah. we'll be in a store and they'll be playing like I don't know Spanish music or whatever. and to, and and to like, all the listeners we're talking about Mitchell the uh, former airborne airborne yeah electronic sensor sensor operator, op- operator that yeah. was on um, ep- quite a few episodes back yeah a long time ago but he like he's not Spanish uh-huh. um, and so it's he's funny. not Latino he's yeah. not Latino yet but yeah. it's funny because like you know we'll be in a store and then he'll be like hey that's Rosalia right and I'm like yeah like you know yeah. it's just her voice is so unique that you're like, uh-huh. oh, it's her, but she's really good. Like, I really like her. Of and course, she's kind of weird, but I mean, that makes not sense. really, man. I mean, you're, if you like you're, look at her Instagram post, she's like kind of like I don't know. She's, she's strange. Not weird, not strange, but like she's, she's not, different. She's not know? Doja Cat weird, is she? No. <laughs> Which, by the way, I like Doja Cat, but I'm just Love saying her. she's pretty. Yeah. She's pretty weird. She's gotten a little weird. Like yeah. really weird, but yeah. um, she's not. She hasn't quite got into that vibe yet, right? No, 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 no. no. She's still like. You can like still like you know like her stuff and I don't know. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah. I mean, you could like Doja Cat stuff too, yeah. but <laughs> true. I, I love what Doja Cat anyways. Yeah, I get what you yeah. mean. Yeah. But she's really good. And all right, so that was your. That was pretty much my last. Like, I have, I could keep going, but I don't think you're gonna go with that one as your last <laughs> pick. All right. Yeah. So I'm gonna close. I'm gonna close out with this one. This one's a little bit controversial because we did say classic current artists. Right. But the reason I'm mentioning this artist is that he's still relevant now. Yeah. So I could, you can technically say that he's a current artist. I think I know what you're going for. And that's why. <laughs> Should we say it in three and see if uh, I actually let's got Let's go. It? One, One, two, two three. three. Daddy, Daddy Yankee. Yankee. Exacto. <laughs> is I know that he isn't the current. Um, I he, actually had him on my list, but I was yeah. like, oh, we're doing current. So like, let me not talk about it. The, re- okay. the reason I, I had to quickly mention Daddy Yankee is because. The fact that he's still relevant now, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and what something I was going to add to if like, yeah, know, yeah, go by all means about Daddy Yankee is that he is so good. And like he with whatever artist he's actually working with, uh-huh. he adapts to that kind of sound. And so like he'll like, you know, like say if he does it with Mike Towers, like he'll adapt his sound and like the way uh-huh. he raps to fit his music. Yeah. You know, he's very flexible. And um, that's exactly what I mean. The reason that I had to add him in, even though we said current, is he kind of still is current, man. That's the thing. He is. No, he is. He's still relevant. He's not like, okay, I love Don Omar, but like we haven't heard from him in so long. And I know he just came out with an album. I kind of listened to it. It's okay. And that's what I was actually going to mention to you right now quickly, but you beat me to it, is that he did recently come out with an album. But again, it's, eh. It's just. 
I don't okay. know. It's missing something. But I feel like with Daddy Yankee, everything he like comes out with is yeah. a number one hit. It's Which, always so good. Like his most recent album was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. The one um, like he had one? who did Le- Legend Daddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one had like we're talking about like the like fucking the 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 most current and some of the best ones i mean just to name a few guys like um like my like s over here was mentioning mike towers mike towers is in it bad bunny's in it yeah um raul alejandro yeah um nothing nothing natasha that we actually didn't even mention on our list but she's she's pretty i feel like she's a good future like Uh she's a good artist but i i would rather listen to her like when she's like in someone's song like i don't Mm -hmm. know it's kind of like little wayne like you know what i mean little wayne's all right yeah he's Um, like but he's no and or no no no, not little wayne uh um who is it yeah tyga he's a good future i would say i would say when (laughs) i think of features if we're gonna go on the hip-hop head i'd go somebody like um nate dog okay along those lines Mm -hmm. but um also like somebody else that's on that on that freaking album is becky g becky g's in there somebody we didn't even mention i know becky g but she's not like really reggaeton yeah she's like more r&b i would say yeah i guess yeah yeah you might be right yeah i actually think you're right there yeah is um but yeah like i know that like i said i I broke the rule a little bit but we (laughs) but i had to i had to bring the host it's all good at the end of the day it's the extreme it's the nasty things podcast and the host is extreme okay yeah but i had to add him in just because i think he's such a important figure also for reggaeton i know and uh, if you could believe it actually just while we're in the topic of daddy yankee is that back in the day um this was uh this was in the beginning portions of uh reggaeton is that um Don Omar, Deo Calderon, and I forget who the other few artists were, came out with a diss track coming after Daddy Yankee. I mean, who if wouldn't? You can believe you know? it. He was on top. If like, you can believe it. Sorry, bereave it. That's what I said for whatever bereave reason. Bereave it? Bereave <laughs> it. I don't know why I said that. If you can believe it, is they actually came out with a diss track back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to look that up quickly. But yeah, just uh, some of the things you like about Daddy Yankee. Yeah, like I said, like, you know, he's just like, you know, he is so current and like he's just flexible. He adapts like he actually listens to what the fans want like you know what i mean like other artists are like nah like i'm gonna keep it to my same what got me to the top but i feel like he's always like learning new things and is always like trying to make his music better or even like you know just stick with the current times like he changes his sound to whatever Uh is new and it's always good it's not like he's trying to do it and you're like yo this old man like why is he still trying like it's he's it's just good music you know and and that's that's actually what i wanted to get at but like uh yeah, just I'm just gonna name one song that uh that it's uh that it's a Don Omar this is uh is um because because they did come out with it. I can't like for the life of me um <laughs> Tirarera by Daddy Yankee. That's, is that what it was? It was something along those lines. But yeah, okay. if you can find it, awesome. Yeah. But um either we'll way it, right? we'll leave it on the Instagram page. So yeah, yeah, we'll fig we'll figure it out, right? Yeah. So either way, so they, they had a, they had this beef back in the day, but mm-hmm. the difference is as big of a Don Omar far, fan farm fan that I am, <laughs> yeah, is that yeah he kind of just drifted and like he took a couple of years off it felt and then a lot a lot of years off I feel like it just you know after like Danzakuro like we never heard of him again. No, there was a you know there was mean? a couple of tracks that I liked after that. Um, like which ones? I'm just trying to let me just think of it in top the top of my head, but he did come up with a few other songs I remember that I did like. 
um, which speaks volume that right now I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Dile was good. Um, well, that was like before Danza Cururo. Mm, you know yeah, what you I mean? Might, I'm saying like yeah. after Danza Cururo, like there wasn't really like a lot from him. Mm-hmm. Like after that, like it was a big hit. Like everybody and their mom and like everybody in their yeah. family were like jamming to it in like the, you know, the parties. And, and but you, like when yeah. did you, what did you hear after that? And, it, and, it's, and it's wild because there was a point in time where it was like, it was sort of a, a semi-rivalry where we kind of talked about it like, oh, no, I like more Don Omar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I remember at, that, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, here's Daddy Yankee. He's still he's still relevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact he literally just came up with a song just out of the blue yeah, because there was there was a baseball classic. It's called Chispe. Oh, it's, that one's good. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. dope. <laughs> no. And it's just and it's uh, yeah. and he just did it for the baseball. And for whatever reason, you can't find it on Spotify. I don't know why, but really? But it's a good song. I would I would go out, look it up on YouTube and where or anywhere else that you can really find uh like uh the Chispa song. But it again another feature where he apparently retired, but you know, still seems to want to yeah, be doing exactly. a little bit of music. It's funny because he's like, I'm retired, but then like you hear things I mean, I'm not mad, like I don't want him to retire. He's good, oh, yeah. right? It, as as long as he keeps being as good as he is now and relevant mm-hmm. and also not aging for some odd reason, like he yeah. Like he does I, not age. Like I saw this. Uh, <laughs> I saw. But this. I don't know. I feel like Pharrell Williams has a. He's probably like the biggest one that doesn't age. So, uh-huh. You know. No. Daddy yeah. Of Yankee. course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No. But um, Daddy Yankee. The odd part about that is that they actually. I saw this funny meme right, where it shows a picture of Daddy Yankee like, what was it like, fifteen twenty years ago, and yeah. he looks older than he looks now. What really? Which is wild, man. Do you feel like he like? It's a hot take, but like, do you think he like got injections and stuff? No, like it doesn't. That's the thing. It doesn't look that way though. He, I don't know. Like you see, like he still has a bit of wrinkles on the side of his eyes, which that's you that, know, like he has money, right? Like, no, of course, of course. But he still has like a little bit of wrinkles on the side. Mm-hmm. But he just, but at the same time, it's like you think about it. He's famous. He's got money. I mean, he I mean, takes care of himself. Yeah, he's probably just happy and eats better than when he was starting, right? Because like when you're starting, like you're exactly eating whatever you can find. Exactly right. So. Yeah, and, and and the crazy part about Daddy Yankee is he almost wasn't uh, wasn't gonna do reggaeton as a whole. Actually, is he was gonna be a baseball player? Really? But what ended up happening is he got shot in the leg, and oh, then he did? yeah, I didn't so know then this. his baseball career went down the drain. He was actually drafted by an MLB team, also an MLB team. Yeah, Major League Baseball team. Damn. Well, I mean, we have some good baseball players, so I no, mean. yeah, of course. Uh, he, well, he's Poriqua, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he was actually drafted back in the day by a baseball team. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, like it, but, but he, yeah, something like that happened is he got shot in the, in the foot. So then he, he made his center, he centered himself around, um, he decided to just stick oh, with music. He, um, so he was, was drafted Seattle by, Mariners. that's what I was about yeah, to say, Seattle, Seattle Mariners. Mariners. Yeah. But, that's uh, crazy. And that's close to us too. Like mm-hmm. that would have been so cool. So just imagine how different his career path could have been. We could have yeah. had him as a, as a baseball player. And I, honestly, now that you mention it, like I'm, I wonder like who would have took in that place. Cause like he's or, such a big, like, or here's a question. Thing. Would have reggaeton been as relevant as it is, as sure. it is now? Would it have to wait till bad bunny came or like other or people? Would, would, or, here, or here's the other take. Would bad bunny or any of them really exist? True had um daddy yankee not come yeah. around because sure don omar was one of the the starters Teo calderon shout out to him he right? was one of the yeah. r- like ogs for sure yeah. but daddy yankees who really brought it to the mainstream mm-hmm. and then don omar right but like don omar came a little bit after yeah i wonder i wonder like that's actually interesting like 
because I wonder what it would be like too. like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's different. It's weird to think if Daddy Yankee was like a baseball player and not actually like rapping, like mm-hmm. what would happen. I mean, I'm exactly. sure more artists would come, but even like like you were saying, because like yeah. you're saying that, like, you know, Bad Bunny and stuff, maybe they wouldn't be there. You're right, because um, in like a past interview, like I think yeah. I saw like Bad Bunny was like, you know, I don't like that people say like, you know, that I'm like the person that created like, you know, that I made reggaeton huge. He's like, no, I took a lot of inspo from like the classics, like Daddy Yankee, Tego, whatever. Tego Calderon. Calderon. Um, Don Omar. And like, he's like, you know, from them, like I wanted to like, you know, obviously like honorable Pursue this them dream. too. So it's crazy. Like, you know, a lot of the old classics, it's like the OGs, the OGs, like that's where it starts. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, and that's that's exactly what uh, what I was getting at. Right. Is I think that, um, again, Don Omar was was probably one of the other bigger reggaeton yeah. artists as far as like hitting the mainstream. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that Daddy Yankee was uh, a key figure in making yeah. it explode as, as much as it did. I agree. Yeah. And the fact that he's still like like we were mentioning earlier, he's still relevant. And like it's when crazy. you when you hear Bad Bunny's in a song, you're obviously super hyped. And yeah. then you hear Daddy Yankee's featured. You're like, no fucking way. And right. Then, yeah. And like our parents love Daddy Yankee. Like I think that's all my dad really knows. Exactly. Like, like look paso, paso. Like the same. Yeah. I can't. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's sad to say like. I love Daddy Yankee, but like there's certain songs I can't hear anymore because yeah. it's just so repetitive. Because they've, they've been overplayed like, like a du- millions of times. All the time. But I love them. But like sometimes uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, I can't hear this right now. Like, lo que pasó, pasó. What's exactly. the other one um, yeah. that we always hear in parties? Exactly. But the good thing about Daddy Yankee is that, yeah, maybe some of some specific songs you can't hear as much anymore. But they're good. But like you can listen to his current stuff and you're still yeah. on the Daddy Yankee train. For sure but yeah that so was a that good last pick even though you cheated but it was it was good. semi because he's still relevant i still had him on my list too so that's funny okay so yeah no i mean you we you can't have a list even without daddy Yankee. even even if it is current reggaeton artists you you can't I, I cheated a bit but you need yeah. daddy yankee i was actually gonna start with daddy yankee and then you're like no like current i'm like oh shit because he was my first one uh-huh. so i'm like okay next person but yeah funny. but i had to cheat a bit and i think that uh i think uh, as a closing speed uh, uh sorry closing, closing for the reggaeton side of things, because we do have one more thing we're going to talk about. Yeah. Is I felt that Daddy Yankee was just so soothing for, for the, sure. for the no, whole thing. That right? was a good closer. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, to the nasty listeners, our final topic that we're going to talk about today is at the end of the day, this podcast is also not just music. It's, you know, we can movies. get nasty with everything, right? <laughs> but for the most part, we do get nasty with a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. So, to close it out, three movies that have a lot of that are latino styled movies i guess you could say okay um so joaquin the previous podcast or two previous ones he uh-huh. said i had horrible taste in movies yes i, I did. just want to say <laughs> you're probably right but i wasn't able to stand up for myself so fuck you anyway <laughs> right. right, um, man. <laughs> shots fired shots Damn. fired even though these yeah whatever but uh-huh. um one of the movies i went in with the first one that I could think of, like when you, you know, told me about this uh, topic, uh-huh. was Blood In and Blood Out. Yep, and I had that on my list. I fucking <laughs> love that movie. Uh-huh. It's so good. I feel like it's just because, like, we would see it as like yeah. together. Like we'd uh-huh. always watch this movie together, and I just yeah. feel like it was like a good like. It wasn't just like a gangster movie. It was about uh-huh. family. It was like yep. not like the Fast Five. But, you know, like, it's about Shots family. Shots fired the past five. Damn. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like about family. But like, yeah. also you learned about like struggles and like how, yeah. you know, certain things can like affect people. Yep. And stuff. Like, it, yeah, it, re- it revolves around a lot of um, 
like Spanish like prison, yeah, prison, drugs, and gang mm-hmm. wars, man. Yeah. And like one of the things that we've talked about in the past where, you know, I think one of the important things is that sometimes we feel lost. Sometimes we feel like we're yeah. not in... We're, you know, we, we have our struggles. We have our, yeah. like, you know, we want to we wanna feel great around people. And one of the key characters in the movie, which was played by Damien Chapa, mm-hmm. is wh- who uh, was, was a, white, a white guy that, who, yeah. sorry, his mom was Mexican and his dad was white. Yeah. But he looks super white. White. He was like so, a gringo, right? Like, yeah. But he loved being Mexican. Mm-hmm. So he represented the Mexican. His struggle throughout the movie of trying to show everybody i can just i'm i'm just as latino as you guys are yeah. but it's it's just the color of my skin is just seeing his struggle and his character's name mm-hmm. benjamin uh, damian chapa's name was miklo yeah which um yeah just a fascinating character you see his his um rise and fall in a sense yeah and then of course you have important actors like benjamin bratt man we mm-hmm. see that guy in everything who played paco yeah and of course jesse borrego who played Cruz, and of course, he was more of a, he was actually more of a, what's I'm gonna call it, a side character, mm-hmm. didn't didn't do much, was Raymond Cruz, who yeah. everybody knows Raymond Cruz from Breaking Bad, playing Tuco. That's true. Right? Yeah. So you had some of these key Latino actors that... Oh, that Chewy. Were, you know what? Chewy was also like, uh, Ray, yeah, Raymond Cruz, you're right, yep. Breaking Bad, he was like that crazy fucking That's villain. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Right? Shoot. And then you also had Danny Trejo, who didn't say a single word in the movie, <laughs> but he was uh, one of the prison guys, uh, yeah. and he played Geranomi, Geran- I think yeah. it was. I can't say his name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mach- machete guy. Yeah. You also had Valante Rodriguez, which... Uh, Frankie. Which which played Frankie, and he was featured in a lot of uh, George Lopez yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, I feel like this movie just had all uh-huh. of, like, the upcoming actors that are, like, doing really well now, but... It's, yeah. It was a good, it was a good, like, story for them, you know? Yeah, of course. And, and if you can believe it, Billy Bob Thornton was in the movie too, man. He was? Yeah, he played one of the white supremacists uh, in the prison. Uh, okay. And then Delroy Lindo, which is a, yeah. a major actor currently now, he mm-hmm. was uh, one of the, um, one of the prison, he was the leader yeah. of, um, of the black gang there. He was bonafide, man. Mm-hmm. So you had some of these uh, major, major actors that, Went, some of them went on to do big things. Also, just a quick, because uh, yeah. as everybody knows, um, back in the 80s episode, I said Back to the Future was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's a good one. Biff is in the fucking movie too, man. He is? Yes. He I plays, don't that. He plays one of the cops later on in the movie. Uh, okay. I don't want to get into spoilers because yeah, there's probably yeah, yeah. people that haven't l- seen. And um, we're a no spoilers kind of podcast Oh, yeah, because so. an extreme king goes nuts when, really there's a, when, when there's a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. So Tom F. F. Wilson is also in the movie and he plays a huh. cop. And um, you'll see who his partner is later on in the movie. But yeah. a lot of uh, key actors and just the story itself is good. I mm-hmm. like it. Um, it's three, three friends and three relatives. And you see where where they start and where they end, and yeah. it's a some of it. It's a bit of a tragedy, and there's it's parts in the movie. There's some, some parts, parts in the movie that are really yeah. sad, and it makes you really question. Yeah. And then you see the moral of Miklo and how where he ends up at the yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. So, no, an excellent pick, and I actually did have that yeah. as one of my mm-hmm. one of my choices. I mean, you're the one that showed me this movie, so I remember like we watched it together, and I was like, shit, like and I was little, right? But like, it's like. 
I feel like you can watch it uh-huh. with your like sister or like brothers and exactly younger ones for them to like see kind of like struggles and stuff because it's uh-huh. good to know like you know and see different lifestyles and like you appreciate it more like what you have right but exactly and it's a good movie and and there's family right because everyone i think everyone at one point in time struggles with oh yeah some like what choices you're going to make right because there's yeah. choices that some of these characters make yeah that we've all been put into that situation exactly. especially like you know us in particular mm-hmm. we we deal with that every day man yeah and i mean like i feel like you know going back to like family and people you have around like uh-huh. the choices you make it really like results to what your life is when you're little. Like some people, Mm -hmm. you know, choose a different path and some people choose another one. Like your life could be so completely different just with the people around you, which is crazy. So this movie brought that out. Exactly. So, um, what was your, um, other than that? Oh, moving on from there. Oh, you want to, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, I just think, uh, yeah, I think, I think they did a good job with uh, a lot of these characters and, Mm -hmm. you know, the, um, yeah, I thought the dynamic was good. It showed family yeah. and it showed where they all ended up at the end. Yeah. I'd recommend it. And what I just wanted to mention quickly before sure. I move on to my pick. Yeah. Is no rush. Take it's your time. A, it's actually a three hour movie, if you can believe it. It's like a three hour movie. It's three hours? Yes. No, it's and not. And S over here doesn't like long movies. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you tell me it's like going to be like a three hour movie, I'll be like, maybe not. But like, if you don't tell me. I yeah. won't. I'll watch it and just be like, see, okay. just sit through it and enjoy yeah. it. If it's a good movie, exactly. So, yeah, no, that's that's, that's what so I just had to mention really? that real quickly. That's yeah, it's a three-hour movie. I thought it was like an hour and forty. Nope, <laughs> it's a lot hours? longer than that, man. Damn. So, okay. but yeah. But it's a good movie, so just check it out. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. So the net, the movie I wanted to mention. Now mm-hmm. that we're going to my side. Yep. This one right here is a great movie, by the way. And this movie right here is fe- is featuring a very uh, an iconic Latino actor that we mm-hmm. we've seen in a lot of things like you know basically any Latino styled movie he's right. in it right yeah he's even in La Bamba for example uh, Selena he's in it too uh, okay is this so this movie is American Me and it's featuring Edward James Olmos who plays Montai, M- Montana. Okay. Montoya Santo. I don't Santana. think I've seen this. So like, Sa- what he is- plays. He plays. Sorry, Santana. Okay. What is it about? This movie is great. So it's basically about. Uh, so Santana gets introduced to the gang life of the streets back. Mm-hmm. So back in Los Angeles. Yeah. And he spends. So he gets into some major str- uh, trouble. Ends up in a school mm-hmm. for the reformed for 18 years sentenced. Damn. And and that's what his other friends like um, JD Mundo and all these guys. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing about this movie yep. is it really dives deep into the Mexican gangs. Oh, so okay. here's, a, here's a little tidbit to the audience. Mm-hmm. So this movie was also, I believe, directed. I just got to double check that here. Yeah. It was also directed by Edward James Olmos. Yeah. I believe, let's see, pretty, yeah, produced by Edward James Olmos, yep. starring, of course. Yeah, and it was directed by Edward James Olmos. So this movie tackles how the gangs are made, what it takes to get in them, what it takes to get out of them, wow. which is most of the 80, like 88% of the time, if you want to leave the gang, you're getting killed. Oh, yeah. So this movie, actually, if you can believe it, yeah. is they, they made it, they, they showed all of how everything started. Right. That the actual gang came in and murdered a lot of the people that started it. 
Wait, like, is not, this not a the spoiler? people that starred. No, this isn't a spoiler <laughs> okay, because okay. this is outside production. It's oh, not okay, during okay, the okay. movie. Okay, okay. Because Damn. this is actually based on a true story on the real Santana, mm. and the gangs saw everything that went went down in the film. Right. And they also had somebody come in from one of those gangs mm-hmm. to tell them how they do things, how they're like uh, the life, right. the styles, all of that. That person got murdered. Damn. A lot of the people making this film got murdered. Holy not crap. None of the actors, right, right, of course, right, right. not the director. Right. Edward James Olmos in this movie needed an FBI agent to follow him around everywhere <laughs> because... I mean, yeah. you're talking about like shit that, you know, probably There's, somebody doesn't want out there. Exactly. So they, it's a great movie and it also shows a lot of the gang life mm-hmm. and it's very accurate that l- a lot of gangs were really pissed off and right. a lot of people died after the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But, um, yeah, but it ta- basically, like I was mentioning before, is it tackles the gang life and the rise and fall of Santana. Wow. So must-see movie yeah must-see i'll make sure to check it out because it actually sounds really like interesting oh it's a great movie and like, like knowing the background like that makes it even more oh interesting no it's, to it's, see it's, like what what they were so upset about you know exactly and it's and it's crazy because i actually introduced this fl- this film to like papa extreme mama extreme yeah and uh, they actually both said wow very good and then i explained to them what happened after the movie and they're like oh they're this like makes what sense. Yeah. no way so it's, so it's but it's just a very well done movie okay and since we're talking about you know since she mentioned blood, blood in and, and blood, blood out, out it's kind of similar it's it's similar but this Different. one's like real events okay but uh i actually wrote it down so i'm gonna watch it that means <laughs> oh no we're, we're you'll you'll definitely be watching yeah. either with me or we'll figure it out right yeah but um moving on what was your second pick <clears throat> okay so i feel like this movie is for sure a classic um, I yep. grew up with it like my aunt and my cousins like they would put this on and I just feel like it's like a classic movie we'd all watch um, it's not like it's not the best movie I mean for me it is but like you know obviously I really like it it was the movie Selena and obviously yep. that's what made Jennifer Lopez real famous uh-huh. like playing this um, movie. yeah of course yeah so for people who don't know Selena was like you know uh, an upcoming artist she was Obviously, you know, she was an upcoming artist and she always like, you know, she was trying to get famous and just trying to like, you know, like um, make it big. And she was, you know, with her family playing these things. And so she she was a big part of like the Mexican culture and just like, you know, people um, like just liking her and her music was really good. Um, I really like this movie just because I feel like you're able to learn more about this artist because it was a, obviously kind of like a um, a documentary, not a documentary-ish, but like kind of a movie telling about her life. And so when I was little, like, you know, obviously in all the Spanish parties, like I would hear like Selena, like Bidi Bidi Bum Bum, Como La Flor, like all these amazing songs. And, you know, I obviously thought she was alive, but obviously watching this movie, it was kind of like, you know, you learn more about her life. You learn more about like her family life, her dad, her brother. And like, I just feel like this is like a staple movie for all like Latina, like Spanish girls, like yeah. growing up because she was just such an icon and, you know, she would mm-hmm. have been the best like still to this day. Yeah, of course. And um, quickly, since we're on the topic of Selena. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of the series? I actually really liked it. I feel like I learned a little bit more about her 
than before. And like, actually I'm currently reading, um, I haven't really gone like really far with it, but I'm reading the book that her husband made. Yeah. Telling his side of the story because you don't know, like, obviously there's a lot of, um, contradiction or not contradictions. What's the word for it? But like, there's a lot of, um, Uh like, yeah, like him, Selena and her father yeah. don't really have like the best. They don't have the greatest relationship. relationship. So he made this book and he didn't get any profit out of it because when Selena died, like, you know, his dad said, you don't have anything. Uh-huh. I know you're married, but you're not getting anything from her. So and, so, and uh, sorry, sorry, just to just to interrupt you there mm-hmm. real quickly is so right when she passed, he got an he got a he had to fi- sign a form. Uh, like one one of those forms where essentially like an NDA, I think yeah no, yeah so basically it's all the rights everything her story her yeah. life or whatever are to the are to him and the family mm-hmm. he has no inclusion yeah so w- one of the reasons I brought up the series and since we're in this topic about the book yeah is that he specifically said anything revolving Chris I have to have an eye over it and yeah. they cut it out and they couldn't do it because yeah. he wanted no. Like, major inclusion yeah. of chris he was like kind of into it like in it but like it wasn't really as much as i thought he would be in it uh-huh. but i knowing like what you said like it makes sense yeah but um no for sure like i just really like this movie and the series i really enjoyed because there was pieces of her life like uh-huh. you know with the series like tv like yeah. you can actually go more into it like that's why i love tv shows because it's like you you don't have to rush to finish it like it's yeah. more like you go as your pace Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I just chose that movie because it was just really good. But if you are interested in what Chris has to say about like their relationship and like how they kind of got together, um, it's actually a pretty good book. They have one in Spanish. So for the yeah. Mexican listeners, I think it's called Selena, Mi Amor, Mi Amor Selena. And then uh-huh. the other one is Selena, The Love. Yeah. So it's a really good book and it's, I haven't finished it, but so far I've learned a lot about the relationship and it's interesting. No, and I believe, I believe it's a very fascinating. I'm actually reading it in Spanish because the awesome. Spanish one is cheaper. Um, yeah. So I'm like practicing also, which is That's good. Cool. aprendiendo como hablar español. And to mm-hmm. those that don't understand what I just said is you're, she's learning how to, how read, to read Spanish. Spanish yeah. is, well, I mean, is, I know how to read Spanish, but it helps me when I have to speak it. So. Oh, exactly. So that's perf- perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers, right? that yeah. that was one of your picks. I was, <laughs> I, was I was like looking pro, like extreme looking. I already knew this was like one of my picks. So of course. Yeah. So, funny enough, is uh, to follow up with that is mm-hmm. I have one that's a little different. It's a little, yeah. it's it's a little more on the, um, th- it's more on the fantasy side. Right. So I featured fantasy side. Yep. What? Pan's Labyrinth. And this is actually a movie directed by Guillermo del Toro. Shout out to Guillermo del Toro. He's done a lot of um, a lot of uh, those. He's done Hellboy, etc. He's done a lot of these flicks. He he recently his movie. Um, one of his movies actually just won an Oscar not too long ago. Yeah. And uh, he also has that. He had that awesome series um, mm-hmm. on Netflix too. So like uh, the Cabinets of Curiosity. Is uh, so this movie it came out back in two thousand and six, and it's a bit of a fantasy flick. Yeah, because uh, it was around the times where the Nazi had had just held Europe, and this was in Spain. So this movie is actually in just full on Spanish. Okay. So, but there is English subtitles to it to all the non Spanish speaking people people here. Is yeah, so it's it's just a it's a fun movie. It's um, what's the name called again? It's called Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Lambert. Yeah. 
and you follow this 11-year-old girl named Ophelia. And, uh, you know, she's witnessing her, like, stepfather and this the brutality of the way he is. Okay. And he's a sadistic man, with just brutal with the way... There's actually a scene in the movie that's one of the most mm-hmm. brutalist deaths I've ever seen yeah. on a movie. And, like, he just essentially... This isn't spoiling much. He grabs the back of his rifle and starts hitting this guy in the nose, but doesn't stop... And oh he crushes God. the nose so bad it goes inside. Holy fuck. And it was and then it turned out that the guy was didn't know what yeah. he actually didn't have answers. So <laughs> he gets pissed and he tells Shit. a soldier that he's I don't pissed, wanna right? be that guy. That sucks. Exactly, right? So you so you see Ophelia mm-hmm. go into this labyrinth and there's this magical world with mythical yeah. beings and stuff and she gets kinda lost there and yeah. so she spends a lot of the movie inside of this I think I've seen magical this. world, yeah, right? I think I've seen it, and it's just it's just a it's just a nice and it's a nice and uh, beautiful movie, but at the same time, it has a lot of, uh, um, as you know, a lot of um, Guillermo del Toro style with his yeah, character. So there's right. some pretty like fucked up looking creatures there. Yeah, but it's it's just a fun movie, and yeah, I have a lot of fun watching it. I've seen it a few times, mm-hmm. um, and I would recommend it to everybody. So yeah. okay, cool. nasty listeners, give it a list, yeah. give it a watch. I'll give it a watch too. That's yeah, pretty cool. So moving on, S. Uh, what's your third pick? My your third main pick. event, final <laughs> oh, pick God. of the evening. Maybe I shouldn't have saved this for the last one, but uh-huh. um, growing up, like I said, like everyone's had a big influence for me. But yeah, um, my mom loves this movie. Uh-huh. I feel like you know what it is. Okay, I might not. Well, just uh, but yeah, okay, go for it. I'll keep talking. But uh-huh. yeah, it's uh, called salsa. Oh yes, yes. How the <laughs> fuck did I not know that that was? Uh, I know. It's like what the hell, King? Like what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Anyways, um, so it's the movie called Salsa, and it's pretty much about a Puerto Rican guy who is like a car mechanic, and he's just trying to like pursue his dreams. But everyone's like, "No, your dream is like dumb. Like, why are you doing this?" And he just wants to be like the king of salsa. So like, they go to like it's a very cheesy movie. Um, but he but like it's fun. But it's fun, yeah. They have really good, like, old classic salsa, merengue, whatever, like, musics that, you know, your mom or your parents, like, listen to. And, you know, it's just a good time. But um, it's funny because I actually always think about Han Solo in <laughs> this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So keep your lotions away because yeah. Han Solo's coming. <laughs> um, but I, it, it always reminds me of him because I remember he was so young. And there is, like, this part in the movie where it's called, like, Margarita or whatever. And mm-hmm. he's singing to, like, this girl, like, that he's just, like it's one of the characters names Kevin and it's not a spoiler, but he's just pretty much like, you know, saying that he likes her and all this stuff. And so like, there's a group of guys like singing a salsa song and he's riding in a motorcycle. And so mm-hmm. for the longest time, he called Han motorcycles Solo would call, like he thought like it was about the motorcycle and not the girl. Like he was like, Oh Margarita, Like, yeah, it's like, it's a motorcycle. And we're like, no, <laughs> but yeah, it was just really funny. Like, so mm-hmm. I have a lot of memories with this movie, but it's good. Like, it's a good kind of, you know, if you don't really want, like, to think or, you know, it talks about family values a lot. Like, I feel like all these movies have in common is, like, about family and, like, how important it is and, like, yeah. how, like, you know, he has like, the older brother was Rico and he was very, like, hard on his sister. So it's just a really good movie and it just brings me back to our past. And, yeah, it's a something you could check out. It's a... It's mm-hmm. cheesy for sure, and it's yeah. very old. It's like in the eighties, uh-huh. so you know, like my mom growing up, like had a crush on these guys. So you can see, like it's it's not like a current one, but it's a good one that you can just kind of look and watch, and it's not bad. 
Yeah, no. And uh, no, it's, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised you have it on the list. I'm not surprised, yeah. motherfucker. It came out in 1988. Yeah. So for my final pick mm-hmm. is originally I had Blood In and Blood Out as my, yeah, as my yeah. final pick. But uh, yeah, we, we, we kind of went through that. So just, uh, just a quick movie I wanted to mention is Roma. So Roma is actually this movie that's in black and white. It's a drama, mm-hmm. and um, you've probably heard of it. it. I believe it won the Oscar the year it came out. Probably, yeah. Is um, It came out back in 2018, to anyone that doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I'm just going to double-check that. Yeah, so it, yeah, so it, it won uh, Best oh, Director. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it won the Best Director it because of its style. came out in 2018. Yeah, so back in 2018, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a very it's a, it's a wonderful movie about just uh, just the struggles of people growing up. It's back in the seventies where, but then um, they actually the the uh, indigenous language that Mexico mm-hmm. had, which I believe. Sorry, just quickly, I want to see what that's. I can't say it properly, but um, but what's I call it? But but some of the characters throughout the movie actually speak that language it's mm-hmm. nahal nahatal, nahatal nahatal i think it is nahatal. so some of them still spoke that and then a lot of spanish and then you just see sort of the struggle of like um the lead character which uh the lead character in the movie yeah who just deals with like you know her parents basically work at a you know they work in las casas because you see yeah. that a lot like you know how like with feeding and all that mm-hmm. you follow you follow cleo all throughout her journey and you see some right. of the struggle that she deals with throughout the movie right yeah so like uh yeah they're like domestic workers back and uh you see the children back in 1970 and it's in mexico city mm-hmm. and you know complications uh you know like th- there's a lot of things that happen throughout the movie things arise and is uh and you know she's trying to escape her her, her reality yeah. and, and yeah. you know just a wonderful just a wonderful movie and i'd recommend it and it's yeah. actually available on netflix too so okay. yeah to anyone that uh wants to check it out by all means yeah. check that out i feel like it's a good movie too because like we obviously probably know people that go through these things and like mm-hmm. you know you know maybe different but it's she's going for a better life right so it's probably something we could all exactly sympathize with but okay cool exactly so yeah so that's uh that's uh the main event the last pick for extreme joaquin mm-hmm. so Right before we let the audience go, yeah. is there anything that you'd like to recommend to the audience or anything, you, any last words you'd like to say? Um, yeah. Uh, so actually, that took me by surprise, your movie pick, because I thought you were going to say La Bamba. Uh-huh. That's but not I a bad choice. But I think that's a, not a bad choice. I think that would be another good kind of thing to check out and stuff. Um, yeah. Just check out the Nicaraguan dishes. Like, I feel like they're really good. And yeah. And no, thank you for having me here. And you know, it's it's been it's been fun. I hopefully we can come back to it and stuff and talk yeah, about something else. Absolutely. Um, cool. And and, for, and I'll gladly have you back. And uh, yeah, just right before I let the audience know, just make make sure to check us out in 4D Media. Like I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier um, over there, we we have our we have our podcast there. We have uh, Eternal Loves Music. We have his podcast, Ill Minded, where you can also find me on it. Yep. And uh we're possibly working on merch real quickly, so Exciting. so shout out to the nasty listeners. You can yeah. get some. Uh, you'll you'll soon, sooner rather than later, be looking at some merch from the nasty things. Yeah. Um. Of course, uh, give us a listen on Spotify, or really anywhere you can really find our music. Or sorry, music. Anywhere you can really find our podcast. Yeah. Um. Also follow our Reddit page, uh, Nasty Things Podcast, uh, which is mostly run by Professor Ed over there. 
And of course, um, also our Instagram page, the Nasty Things Podcast Instagram page, over where it's mostly run by Han Solo, but I do answer a lot of questions. So you can message me at any time, ask me anything, DM me, maybe mention some things you'd like us to talk about in future episodes. We're there. Check out right? the um, Instagram reel on the Nasty Things um, exactly. Instagram page. Extreme Wooking went wild this yeah, weekend. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, we, we, we get, I got, Extreme Wooking got nasty. So make sure to check that out. And of course, to uh, Robbie Gents, Han Solo, Eternal Love, um, Professor Ed, Hot Takes Alvarez, and to, of course, Sister S and Extreme Joaquin, stay nasty. You're not Extreme Joaquin.